This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Burnout is real. Whether it's work, family, kids, or life in general, here's your reminder to slow down and take care of yourself. Visit betterhelp.com allies and learn to manage the burnout. Welcome to the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm Daniel Bloodworth, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. It is crazy late. We are shooting this four hours later than usual. Uh, you can say that the, the Summer Game Fest festivities have officially begun. Uh, we had to stay to play, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about that, uh, as well as some other big stuff that's been going on this week. Uh, we got to see some Sonic footage. We got to see some Star Wars season. We got to see some Pokemon uh, but uh, before we do that, let me introduce our panel. We got Michael Huber this week. Thanks, Capcom. <laughs> Michael Damiani. Thanks, Yoshi P. Yes, yes. Isla is out sick, but she is watching us in the behind the scenes tier, <laughs> making sure that we don't screw up too much. Crying, hopefully not too much crying. Watching me, I'm gonna try here. Hold everything together. I think and we'll and in the control room, that voice is Don Casanova. Organized chaos. <laughs> organized <laughs> chaos. That's you in a nutshell, I feel like, Don. Organized chaos. Buckle up. <laughs> I've already gone out of order, uh, so uh, let's, let's uh, Don, cue that corrections music, please. Boop. <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah, so this is why we have corrections right here. I love this. Uh, to catch these sometimes kind of tricky wording, things that pop up that you think you know what it means, but actually kind of misread it in the moment. Story of my like life. <laughs> <laughs> so last week I was going through these PlayStation uh, investor reports, right? Yeah. I pointed out this graph that they put on there that had shown the shift in PS4 sales from disc to digital. And they had this bar with bright blue and dark blue colors that came up to 80% digital versus 20% disc uh, for the last fiscal year. However, however, that 80% digital isn't digital full games. That's 80% uh, like that's digital that's digital. So it's like space. digital only oh. games. No, 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 it's no, it's like everything. DLC, like oh, okay. free to play, yeah, yeah, all yeah, of that yeah, stuff yeah. is so included in so the 80/20. Yeah. Okay. So um, so actually, great correction. Yeah, this is a great correction. Uh, if you actually compare the number of copies across PS4 and PS5, I like that. It's closer to 65% digital, uh, which is still up significantly from 53% in the previous year. No doubt. Uh, not really a correction because we acknowledge that there is a mobile wipeout game, uh, but this is some interesting information. <laughs> I did not have the details on this. Uh, the, there's a mobile wipeout game known previously as Wipeout Rush. It's now known as Wipeout Merge. Have you ever heard of this? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Heard of Riptide GP, though. <laughs> One and two. So here's the thing. It's a team management sim. You don't actually play during oh, races. Oh, skip. You just watch simulated races like nah. one of Don's horse racing games. Nah. nah. Also not uh, officially produced by Sony. It's they they like got the license this from is Sony weird. to do this. Everything about this is weird. Yeah. Published by Rogue Games. <laughs> they are rogue. <laughs> They've gone rogue. rogue. 
Um, uh, I am forgetting. I think this had to do with the game. I think this had to do with the game. Yeah, Brad had said uh, they don't use days in RPG skills, like days of the week. However, in Grand Blue Fantasy, a character named Friday has two support skills: Lifestyle Revolution and Casual Friday, that nice. give her additional effects and a healing bonus effect. Uh, to fire characters only on Fridays. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. I kind of like that. I had said Destruction All-Stars was a full-priced game other than the PS Plus release. However, as it turns out, it was never available to purchase for full price. No, no, it was going to be. It was originally announced to be a $70 game that would be available to launch on PS5. Then when it got delayed, it was only go- it only became available uh, with a PS Plus membership for the first two months. Then after that, when it finally was available to purchase, it was only twenty dollars. Obviously, the obviously though the damage had already been done. Yeah. By that point. Yeah. Ben said there would be no corrections this week. <laughs> he was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a correction, uh, please uh, leave it in the YouTube comments. Uh, you can do that on either the public version of the podcast or the patron-only version. Uh, which has some bonus content there for you. Uh, use the word correction so that it searches up easy. Uh, and uh, be sure to put a timestamp in there. Uh, that's like actually like super important so I can go back, see the conversation, see what you're correcting. Uh, if, if I don't know what you're talking about, there's a good chance I'll just skip. <laughs> Nothing better than correcting a correction. Right. Nothing better. <laughs> Please try to do that. Uh, Don, end corrections music. All right. We've had some smaller announcements and events going on the past couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. but today feels like, even though they went early, State of Play, PlayStation is kicking things off for Summer Game Fest. They actually did have the Summer Game Fest logo up there in the corner, which I didn't expect. pocket. That's right. Keely paid up. (laughs) Yeah. Give the head branding. Uh, so just to Do you think start, Keely went to them for that? Or what? they were like, yo, Keely, you're, no, you're I think, doing I think all he's this. The one. He's the one. It was them showing to support of yeah. Keely. Yeah, yeah, you know, because he's spearheading this whole, right. like, you know. Yeah. Uh, why they put it a week ahead of time, I don't know, but still. I have a theory, honestly. Sure, we'll go for it. Yeah, yeah it was Before we get into all the games. Honestly, it feels like further lowering expectations. Mm. Uh, these Sony ones specifically have been really hit or miss the last like couple years, you know, post God of War, the expectations were just so out of control. So I think, uh, just coming out saying third party PSVR, like announced pretty quickly, like, Hey, Thursday is the state of play. So I think, you know, kind of announcing that and just it being before everything, I think people's expectations were pretty chill going into this. So if that was their intent, they played it flawlessly. Yeah. I think they just wanted to go first and wanted to be far ahead of everything. So they dominated yeah. the conversation for a week before yeah. everyone else started. <laughs> that too, yeah. Sure. Right? Everyone plays like, not really like chicken, but like just like they kind of like have their space that they want to be in. Like we still don't even know if Nintendo's doing anything, and if they do, we'll be at the end like usual. Right. Sony's like, you know what? Was, I think it was. No one else was Heber. Hmm. I think they were confident. Confident. <laughs> because that lineup, dude. Baby, 
That was ridiculous. That was like home run after home run, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I have to ask you: Was there a single letdown? <laughs> Were you ever actually like disappointed or bored or anything like that? Was there anything in there? That was like eh. the only thing that always lets me down. It's not this conference. It's leaks in general. Okay. You know, data mine Capcom breaches that spoil. Uh, yeah. Some. Of these uh, the, moments. The NVIDIA leak that perennially yeah. is popping up. Yeah, but no disappointments because like even Capcom did their best to still trick us. <laughs> so shout out to that. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, I was, I was not disappointed. Let's start with the date first. <laughs> Leave you guessing what that date might be for. Yeah, what a weird way to do that. Just Has any trailer just begun with a not, like not just the trailer. trailer. The entire showcase yeah, yeah. The date. starts with the date. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They're making, they're firing the first salvo against <laughs> Nintendo yeah. because they probably think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out in March. <laughs> yeah, so like, dude. Yo, Breath of the Wild what? March. Resident Evil 4, baby. <laughs> We're let's taking go. it. Well, let's you, be, you, you let's got be scared clear, of Elden though. Ring? Well, guess what? Resident <laughs> Evil 4 is coming. <laughs> Let's be clear. What was that day for, Heber? Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yeah. The Which in, in classic Capcom faction does not say remake. Does not say remake. Resident Evil 4, we're on this. Yeah, set. None of them have. Nope, nope. Yeah. We're on this uh, reimagined timeline uh, that that really, you know, remake 1 was was made so long ago. It's kind of a different, different beast. But, you know, remake 2 kind of kicked this off just a few years ago now. And we're already at remake 4. Finally here, everyone was expecting it, you know, it got kind of leaked, so again, there is kind of that, like, oh, okay, we saw it, you know, we were expecting one day to see it, and, and here it is, so that, it always kind of stings a little bit of that, but uh, it looked incredible, obviously going into this one now, expectations are so much higher, I think Resident Evil 4 is just a more popular game in the industry, uh, not just for, not not specifically to Resident Evil fans, I just think to gamers, Resident mm-hmm. Evil 4 is a more important game to them. Yeah. Uh, just definitely it, like a pivot moment in the franchise. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just a lot higher stakes with this remake versus the other Resident Evil remakes. Mm-hmm. Not Maybe not necessarily for me personally, because Resident Evil 2 is my favorite game ever made. So to me, that was. But I think in general, as a Resident Evil remake, this is as high stakes as it gets. Yeah. I think, I mean, the numbers back up the popularity. Just mm-hmm. looking at yeah. PlayStation's YouTube channel today, yeah. the last time I checked, which was admittedly a few hours ago, um, RE4's trailer had three times the views as both two other high-profile games we'll get to later, right. and those are pretty big deals, but yeah. like they were in like the 300,000 views, and Resident Evil 4 is up, coming up on a million, so... Out of control. It's, yeah, it's a big deal. Always and, heralded as one of the greatest games ever made. Resident Evil 4. So many people want to look at it because they yeah. want to see visually how mm-hmm. does it look. Right. Mm-hmm. Biggest question: Who cares if everything leak? Visuals didn't leak. Yeah, no footage of that thing. What does it leak? look no like? Screenshots. Yeah, dude. Good so call. So we got to see what it looked like. Great. And it's call. simultaneously like looks more amazing, but still some those iconic shots that still look true to it. The village and the character changes, like mm-hmm. Leon looking like an evolution of the RE2 remake. Yeah. Leon, yep. the new Ashley design, a mm-hmm. tease. Ashley looks great. I mean, seeing like the tone of the game. Sadler looks sick. Sadler's eyes were all glowing and shit. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! And 
the 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 blog post they did on the PlayStation blog, giving more details, saying it's like it could get ripping the bandit off, saying it is a reimagining yeah. of four. Which so they like say every time they've mo- said, and this. they said it's modern storytelling and modern gameplay mechanics. So yeah. it probably means running and shooting up the action. Probably more action. That's yeah. my dream. We didn't see any action during this trailer. It was more environmental character no shots. Shot. No Sorry. chainsaw guy. No chainsaw ma- maniac, Dude. you know, no shopkeeper. <laughs> no no briefcase, no stop, upgrades. Stop, okay, stop. So no mercenaries, like you're not even going to be part of this. So much we haven't seen. My dream is really my only hope and dream is to is to piggyback off that Damiani is the action and how it controls i don't want to get into it you know resident Evil 6 can sometimes feel really cool to play with you know diving around stuff like i want i want to see like take that to times 10 dude let's like up that i want to see leon dive out of a window not i don't want it to be resident Evil 6 style don't get me wrong here but i want to see like i want to i want to be capable i want to like dive out of a window shoot a zombie, like, then get up, kick another one, like, pick up their weapon. I want it to be, like, fluid like that, you know? The main feeling of Resident Evil 4 is this pressure, this tension, the overwhelming odds of being in a small location with limited resources and they're just bearing down on you. Yeah. Yeah. How do we make that feel next gen? That's something I wonder about. Yeah. Because you you look at... You know, two in particular, you yeah. know, because uh, I, I, I hadn't played three, but I imagine three is somewhat similar. But two is still very much small scale encounter, mm-hmm. right? Like you, 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 yeah. you get to know this building in and out. You usually are only dealing with three, four couple, tops, yeah, yeah, five. A couple of zombies at a time, or mm-hmm. maybe like one bigger enemy. Mm-hmm. In Resident Evil 4, you might have. Eight, nine, ten guys on the screen at the time running around. Yeah, that opening village, running around. it's like spawn them in. Yeah, sets the bar for you. With yeah. like, wait, why do they keep coming? Why are there so many enemies on this screen? What mm-hmm. the heck? And I, you got to deal with them all, man. But blood saying you haven't played three yet, though. One of the biggest questions with this is going to be about content. What's going to get mm. cut? Right. What are they going to keep? Yeah. Because RE3, as much as you and I like it, yeah. there are a lot of people out there who are unhappy with some of the cuts they made. I know. And RE4, it's like very intriguing to see because it almost feels like with the tone they're setting, some things won't make sense. They clearly showed Sadler in there. Yeah. But like, will Ramon Salazar be in there? And will yeah. he be goofy and all that? Is like... The robot chase, the statue chase is going to be there. Is any of the island, because even if they cut the island, the island like they let people, the island, regenerators so. better be there. Yeah, you it's, need them. Yeah, like you've got to have some of that stuff. The castle, obviously, is going to be the showpiece. Yeah, and is it is that a, those two things enough to carry it? And then, like, we're talking about the advance, the modernization of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Will melee combat still yeah, be there? That's what or, I want. Like, because in RE2 and RE3, that's not there in the yeah. same fashion. Can I shoot them in the kneecap and then, like, set up a suplex? Yep. Is any of that? going to be there that stuff and like they they teased kind of in remake two, like boarding up the 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 rpd so basic yes. so so basic yes. just put the boards like in four you know pushing things in front of right. doors people coming through windows like elevate that stuff like i want that just chaotic frantic feeling while also having so much control and utility like i want my mind to be racing in an encounter with like 
on the fly, three different things I could do in that moment. Like, okay, do I shoot him? Do I like jump out the window and do something? Do I like grab this over here and use that? So my mind's racing. The one, th- the one thing that's you know sort of concerned me a little bit, and and I, I hope they can kind of keep that essence of is, I feel like RE4 is a game with a lot of cool little Easter egg type things, right? Like you think about the lake, you know, and yeah. things that can go down there. And and it's like there, and one of the things for me is like we, we had like these death montages, right? Yeah. The game trailers, you know, it was like yes. every single way, all the crazy ways that you can die in Leon, that game. Dude. And and what's funny is like some of those were like even like cut out of the Japanese version because they're too intense for the yeah. ratings. Blood, I'm a little, I, like, my criticism with Remake 3 is the reduced gore because mm. they had to have more, like, monsters on screen, you know? It was just more going on, so less gore. I hope the gore is brought up to Remake 2 standards again. Because yeah. when Remake 2 came out, that was one of the core highlights from Capcom, wet gore. So hopefully right. Remake 4 leans well, into that. being PS5 will yes. help yeah. with that, you know, Big if time. it was a limitations issue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned about, you know, cuts and whatnot. I wonder if they cut some things and then seamlessly add in, like, separate ways, you know? They put it into just the yeah. campaign. So yeah. instead, you're you know, you're I omitting maybe... Make that more seamless, for sure. Yeah, you're yeah. omitting maybe some island stuff, but you're getting, like, Ada's integrated in. or And, and Ashley, of course. Ashley, it's- just from this trailer, had me the most excited because it just even from seeing it for seconds, yeah. it made me think how much more expansive her gameplay is going to be, and and I'm excited for the possibility of those different types of horror. Uh, you know, Village was a horror showpiece. Just all these different types of horror. You know, body horror or like, you know, techno cyber horror. Like I hope for Ashley's section. We, we go back to those survival horror roots of like, yo, you got to run. Sorry. Like, you got to get that. You just, you need to avoid enemies. Yeah. You know, and then obviously balancing that with Leon's more crazy action, kung fu maniac mm-hmm. gameplay. So I think it'd be just a great balance. Do you think, because it looked like you'd have, they were teasing the solo gameplay for Ashley. She does have a solo segment in the original yeah. game. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. this looked like something that was not in the context of that Yeah, before. she's at like some so, cemetery. So do you think they might straight up cut the tag team of them, them together? Do you think they might be parts where, do you think they'll actually be like the same system? Great they question. might ditch that. Great question. That's a really good question. Oh, I don't know, because that's another iconic yeah. part, is when she has to crank the things and you're, like, <laughs> defending her. I mean, if you remove that, it's making the game, like, less annoying, I get, You know, people don't like guarding NPC characters. So I don't know. Do you take that out? I don't know, Don. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you I, have I do to think keep that's probably the most divisive part of that game. Definitely. So I think you got to keep them together at least at some parts. You know, her being in danger right in front of you, and you having to protect her, vice versa. The sniping. Like, yeah. Sniping bit. Yeah. But the other thing before we move on that I want to ask you, Huber, is, you know, they went two, three, four. Yeah. Does this mean that Code Veronica is off the table? It's not off the. I don't think it's off the table. I don't think it's off the table. I do worry about it. 
I do worry about it getting the remake treatment. I think it's if it's not within the next couple years, then I'll be concerned and be like, dude, it's not going to happen. Because I feel like it at this point now, it has to be next. Unless they're insane and they remake one again <laughs> now in re- RE Engine and all this. And they, they reimagine one again and make it, you know, insane. Save the best for last. Save the best for last. Yeah, but I, I, I don't like... Code Veronica is so important to the entire Resident Evil plotline. It's important for the characters, and it's important for Resident Evil fans that just love that game. It's such a... It's a big one. It's a big one that that often gets overlooked because the number is not in the title. Right. uh, But it deserves a remake, and I think it would, out of all the Resident Evil games... It would benefit the most, even more so than Zero, because Code Veronica is more important. Oh, remaking Zero than is an Zero. interesting idea too. Yeah, yeah. Code <laughs> Veronica is just so much yeah. more important overall to everything, and I, I would just love for it to get a remake. But mm-hmm. I am getting nervous, Bloodworth. Yeah, I, I feel like Capcom is explicitly doing, uh, taking a stance with these remakes that they're redoing the story. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Uh, two, Main three, and now four, like saying it's a modernization. Mm-hmm. The only question now is like, and I think the obvious answer is at the end of all this, they go back and do one and they have yeah. a new modern continuity. One, two, yeah. three, four, the yep. remakes. Yep. And then seven, eight, and nine will probably be part of that. I imagine those games will carry. And then the, the original versions are just like, Different versions, like yeah. that's not. But part what, of what about five? What do you? Where, where does five so that's go the thing. from here? It's like, yeah, do they do anything about five and six? I imagine that's they, so important. I imagine six. They'd love to forget about that. Yeah, game. yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Skip yeah. it like, and just remake five and be done with it. Yeah, <laughs> just, I, I, I say they do. They probably do five at some point and then like work in some elements of six yeah. into it to like, dude, the Chris Wesker rivalry is. Peak Code Veronica and Resident Evil Five. What if so, like yeah. you combine them? Yeah, like we're talking about Resident Evil Four and separate ways combining. Just do five and like I know that's blasphemy in a perfect world. No. I would never do it. Okay, I'm at Capcom. I don't do that. I remake Code Veronica, then four. Yes, but in a not perfect world, I could see them maybe combining the two, yeah. and then you kind of get five taken care of, and then really all that's left is six. And you can kind of just yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of like it. Dude. It's it's like yeah, you, uh, they don't really reference too much in that stuff. Yeah, and, like, yeah, who knows where they go? But like yeah, it seems like four would be next year. Probably hear about nine at some point, and then I think the big finale for this huge like revival of Resident Evil remake is, one. is remake one yep. again. Yep. Because as much as four is revered and stuff, one and its remake is like that's considered like perfection. Perfection. Yeah. It's perfection. Perfection. There's, there's some flaws with four. Yeah. So it's like the like island part has yeah, its rough yeah. spots but very hard to look at the remake version of one and be like yeah there's bad part really bad parts and no not really it's really good <laughs> yeah. so that i think is a bigger challenge to them is how do you make that feel new and then make it top that yeah. that that original or at least an equal an equal footing that's such spencer a mansion rage rage racing dude dude ps6 uh-huh. like <laughs> yeah it, it like yeah and, and just going back to remake one when it came out like if you remake one again it needs to look like seven years better than the best game. <laughs> right. It'll be like, <laughs> like it's, it's been what? It'll be twenty years since that thing came out. And it it's still wild. looks yeah. so good. Yeah. It's Dude, so good. just make it look real time as good as those pre-renders look. <gasps> yes. Or better. There you go. Yes. That's all you gotta do, man. Imagine the density they can do. Because village, I know, I know. how dense some of those rooms all are. All of it yeah. just Spencer Mansion. 
all the power into one locate. Oh, the Spencer compound, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't can't move on without just saying one last word. We have yet oh, here to he comes. Here see comes. Wesker <laughs> in remake. At, like Ari engine Wesker oh, has yeah. yet yeah. to be revealed. <laughs> the wait continues, but we are getting closer. Uh, one thing that they tagged on at the end there uh, was that there will be PSVR two wild content of some kind yeah. in that game. I don't know if it'll be part of mercenaries or what they're going to do with that. Uh, obviously, they just did all the original game on Oculus. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be just the like Village and Seven, you know, the whole game in it, or if it'll be a separate thing. I don't think they it feels would... like the way they worded it. Yeah, it feels like a separate like mini part of it. Yeah, but like, the would they game. would they have exclusive VR content? Is my question. Like, hey, we're doing this thing that's only VR. Yeah. You think they would? Yeah. I think I, I think potentially yeah because it. it would be you know again it's selling the VR too what the controls and and everything is just very different yeah. so uh, otherwise yeah you'd have some other clunky first person thing yeah yeah and and so that brings us to the next section where they had a, a, you know as they had mentioned beforehand they had a, a series of VR two announcements so. First of all, was Resident Evil Village nice. PSVR yep. two. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, long time coming. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution. Love Retribution and Redemption, two of my favorite words. Uh, no Man's Sky coming to VR two, which has already had some VR stuff before, and then uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which looks phenomenal. I mean, this is clearly the Astrobot of PSVR two. This is the no, show. No, no, no. Astrobot will be the Astrobot of PSVR 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I cannot wait for that reveal. I'm just saying, this this Horizon looks like, like y- you call your parents into the room and your grandpa and you're like, yo, check this one out. That's how it looks like. It just looks like an actual uh, showpiece for what PSVR 2 can be. Yeah, they did a really good job, too, of like... Leading you on to think it's going to be a very guided focus, like on rails thing at the first with the boat set up, and you're like, oh, it's going to be like a tour through part of the thing, and then completely escalates and shows you the evolution of the gameplay where it's like you'd be mm-hmm. free aiming a bow, you're gonna be like platforming yeah. in VR. It's like, like oh, good variety. Scaling this giant like... mountain. It's like, all right, well, they know what they're doing with yeah. this. And visually, I mean, yeah, obviously it's not gonna look as good as the the main game, but the, the aesthetic style they got there on PSVR, I mean, looks much better than any of the older PSVR games oh, yeah. by a lot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. definitely, time. you know, good step up. These because, are good looking games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like the premise quite a bit. Like um, Village didn't, I, I didn't get any sense that there was a downgrade in Village. Like there was no noticeable like resolution good. dip or, or like things looking faded or models looking out of place. Like it just, it just felt like Village was floating hands and being able to throw yeah. your guns around yeah. and stuff. Yeah, your head shaking all yeah. the time. Which totally. Good effect. Yeah, that's got to be one of the hardest things. It's like, okay, we need to show that this is VR and not just the same first-person camera. Yeah. But if we just capture somebody's actual gameplay, it's probably going to be a mess because <laughs> of how they move yeah. their head. Yep. And so they've got to sort of like... 
fudge it somewhere in between yeah. those two points. It's funny. <laughs> Good uh, to say, though, sorry, with the village thing, mm-hmm. did not see the village DLC. Oh, that's Keeley. Okay. Keeley's going to shout yeah. out and drop that. You were asking about disappointments yeah. earlier. I was yeah. wondering if, like... Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. You were, like, really expecting it. Yeah. I, 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 I announced I, RE4 before Village DLC, yeah. but, I mean, it's a big event. I, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we have so many more opportunities <laughs> for more things to pop up. <laughs> yeah. Because you've got Keeley. Keeley. Then you have Xbox. Then you have PC. True, it could show up anywhere. Like... Yeah, that's the thing. That's the that's the like one of the golden linings of like third parties is they can be yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I think for and sure. And even then, like if they want to just drop a trailer in the middle of the week, they can do that too. Totally. I think for sure those uh, next gen Resident Evil patches will be at Keeley's. He'll drop those. He'll be like now available. Nice. Shadow drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kind of a, a big one that feeds into the things we've been talking about, PlayStation plans the past few weeks. Spider-Man and Miles Morales, which wasn't clear from the presentation yeah, that Miles Morales was also clear, coming, but, but both coming to PC. They, they said the Spider-Man series is the way they worded huge. it. It's just like hundreds of millions of dollars being like pushed so m- to. They're going to see the they're gonna see amount of dumb yeah. money they get from this, and they're probably going to be like... Like, can we just have a Twitch channel focused on their bank account <laughs> when that game gets released on PC. Like, I want to see in real time the number just rising. Uh, <laughs> August 12th for Spider-Man what? and then just fall for Miles Morales. So, Truly, I, I say this all the time, I, I love to say it, truly one of the best video games ever made is Marvel's Spider-Man from Insomniac. So, if you have not played it and you have PC and you're waiting... Might actually your like smile's a little bit better. Sure, uh, yeah. It's smaller. I, smaller, obviously, yeah. but uh, there's just something yeah. about that. Both, I, the I, tone I of that game one. is really good. Yeah. I treat it. I treat it all as one. It's all. It's the best. Yeah. It's all a ten here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very, very good. curious to see that game running in action on like PC. Like it's gonna be like 500 rate. frames per yeah. second, right? Like m- unlocked. What's the max frames you can get on a game, Damiani? Yeah, there's unlocked frames. Oh, no, but like, what's the max? I, I mean, the max is what. Like, can you get like nine 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 nine? Like, can you get ten thousand frames? No, you can have like an infinite frame rate, and yeah. then that's when your graphics card dies. Yeah, that's where. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get to smell a bad, funky, smoky smell, and uh, you hear a pop. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> your computer's not gonna work. Anymore. <laughs> a, you don't want to hear a pop. You're going to get a big power bill. <laughs> Your room's going to be pretty hot, too. <laughs> like, dude, I want to see 8K HDR ray traced unlocked zipping. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. Um, also, <gasps> obviously, expect like mods. Oh, my God. Like, yep. different outfits. And it's we be saw so Master Chief versus Kratos stuff in the past <laughs> couple weeks. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's just going to be a good time. And I think, yeah, you're yeah. right. For anyone who just hasn't been able to get it, be, hasn't gotten it yet because they haven't, I don't know, a PlayStation, or they wanted to play in the best way and they still can't get a PS5, it's yeah. like, if you do have a PC that's capable of running this, you know, just so good. So good. And it, like, oh, so I think good. it also opens the door that, like, I mean, it seemed like maybe everything was on the table before, but, like, it really means everything's on the table mm. for Sony, I feel like. Yeah. In terms of first party, there's no, yep. like, not, yeah. like not what they put out so far. Yeah. I know... It's kind of jumped around, but still, 
It's like, yeah, if they're willing to put Spider-Man yeah. on there, you're, anything's going to be It's honestly there. making so me think... Bloodborne's coming. <laughs> Bloodborne's coming. <laughs> it's, coming. It's, it's making it's coming. me think older games now have a chance, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, wait, like PS3 games. You know what I want? PC, it's, I don't okay. know. Dude, anything that came out on PS4, PS5, I'd love for them to put on PC. You know what I'd want? Hmm. Just to, like maybe give it a second chance. Gravity Rush Gra- 2. Oh, yeah. Gravity God. Rush 2 on PC. Yeah, that would be give the a, really nice give it a thing chance. to do. Give it, it a chance. Like right- For pity's sake, give it a chance. It, it, but that's kind of like it's kind of the opposite of your point, though, because like you're saying, it's like, oh, well, Spider Man than anything. But it's actually, I feel almost like the opposite. It's like now they're sort of like our biggest hits. Let's get them on PC now. So would the more niche stuff or like super older you know i mean bloodborne is really pretty old at this point in sony's mind i'm sure let's get that motor storm yeah i think the next what are some of the big ones left that they gotta get in there uh ghost of tsushima yeah a last of us yeah last of us ghosts um, uncharted uncharted uncharted. Oh, uncharted games yeah all of them this is probably the, i think returnal is the, the biggest and returnal already was right was now, announced yeah, yeah. demons yeah. was that souls? actually announced oh is that a rumor i can't remember <laughs> if that was announced if that was a leak someone yeah that was the rumor that said that it was coming out later this year or something what was, Return, what was? returnal oh okay. is next on the docket Got it. oh and video leak right yeah something yeah. like that yeah yeah but but yeah, maybe they get the big ones out of the way, and they're like, "All right, let's start looking into our back catalog." Our a bit. kill zones, right. our resistances, yeah, okay. our infamouses, PC versions. Is oh, that man. ever gonna happen? I would almost rather them find a way to get their, some of their PS3 games run on PC than stream them. On yeah, the just come on. Yeah, I know oh, that's like that, but that's a pie, pie in the sky. Yeah, yeah. But they're some of their PS4 games. I absolutely think you know have a chance of coming on there. So Definitely. coming onto the PC. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think the big questions for me now is, like, what will this frequency look like? Like, how often are they going to announce these things? And then, yeah, like we're talking about with Returnal, what will, when they get to a point where they feel like they're caught up, what will the gap look yeah. like? Right? Cause will we ever be day Miles and date? Miles Morales is years ago now. Will, yeah, so. will we ever be day and date? They, Uncharted 7 releases I on PS6. I think something might be day I don't think something on the level of an Uncharted would okay. be on day yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. Is Sony still making consoles? Then probably not. Yeah. yeah. Like, they might do, like, Destructional Stars 2. Day and day. Knack 3, baby. Knack 3. There we go. Knack 3 first game. Day and day. Ray-traced Knack. <laughs> Damiani, we got a new look at Stray. Yes, we did. If you're not aware of what this game is, this is a game where you play as a cat in some cyberpunk crazy future talking to robots. Yeah, it just seemed like humans are around, just the the robots around. It was interesting, I thought you you made this remark, right, Huber? Where you said you were surprised that it was, was it you, about, it's just like a lot of walking around, no real like... uh... Oh yeah, I was mentioning that. Oh, you, Don, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it was interesting you mentioned that because this was definitely... um, you know, showing off some of the platforming, but I can't remember the first trailer, the earlier trailer. So it's, I was kind of curious why you said that. Well, it's funny because I remember uh, the first look at it we got was uh, it just showed similar to this. It was showing like the environment and the world and it was beautiful. You want to play. But then they had another trailer they released that showed you a whole bunch of interactions with like that little robot that you and they're showing like, yeah. puzzle solving and all. And it was oh, kind of a surprise solving. at the time because yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize this was like part of your mechanics. And so it was just interesting that they it felt like they kind of pulled back on that and again showed us the beauty of the world, but they were, it was like kind of not showing off a lot of the mechanics of the game. So okay, yeah, it was actually puzzles specifically you mentioned, nice. not action. Um, 
gotta say, like, I think they focused on what they needed to focus on, which is like making an adorable cat be yeah. adorable in a in a, mm-hmm. in a terrifying but like very intriguing world. Um, lots of meows and purrs. I very much appreciated that. I liked all those um, little half and quarter purrs. I'm hoping yep, there's a button the, for each. I was like, not just a meow button, but like several, you yeah. know, all those different oh, types man. of meows. And I hope there's like a way you meet another cat in that game and you use like purrs to communicate. That would be like really sick. Will we claw anything or anyone? Probably because they Will sh- there be combat? We've so seen a claw. Very anxiety inducing. Uh, seeing the cat being attacked by yeah. enemies. Thankfully, they didn't show what happens when you get hit. I'm going to assume it's just like one hit fail, hopefully. Just yeah. To be like kind mm. because. I'm not gonna be able to handle. Yeah, like, I don't want to see that damage. To, I was like, no, please don't do that. Yeah, but they showed the one quick shot, almost like a just one frame was a uh, the cat hissing. Like, yeah, it was getting defensive. Jonesy, so it was like, yeah, I think you're gonna have to like maybe. I imagine it's gonna be a game where you don't really fight back, but like maybe you have like a desperation mechanic where it's like you've got caught once, you get like one chance to get out. Like Metroid oh, okay. Dread, like when right. you got caught by. Yeah. Uh, Emmy, yeah. yeah. You get one chance to maybe get out of it, and mm-hmm. or maybe nine. You know, it's a cat nine lives. Yeah, nine lives. Know, That'd be, dude. There better be a fucking hardcore nine life mode. <laughs> Let's go. No. That's hype. I think no. it might be more hardcore than that, but it <laughs> seems to be. Oh, you mean just like just, permanent, like delete your Huber, save afterwards? I need this game to be like very story and cas- like fun driven. Like D- Damiani, I don't know where you're you're coming from with this because <laughs> for me the reason. I'm so hyped for this game, and it is one of my number one game, like top of the list this year, is because it looks sad as shit. No, this game to me looks melancholic, dude. There is some like somber undertones going down here, and for the like, that's all I need out of this game is some like the emotional exploration and like all the robots you're talking to. If that stuff. Is good. This is going to be one of my favorite games this year. Right, I get it what looks you mean. sad, dude. You better be prepared. Gonna, no, it's. You don't I, think I, this I, game looks sad? I, no, I let me finish. Yeah, I, I agree. That's probably sad, but I think it's going to be about like what happened to humanity. Yeah, like yeah. you were left behind, and I think you have sad interactions about like your owners, you, either your owners or like learning about humans, how they like they used to like love pets and stuff, but they're not around, and robots. Don't like that. Ro- one robot saw the cat walking in the alley and it hit the alarm and ran and freaked out. Like, they don't like, like some living organism. Yeah, yeah. So, like, organic life seems to be no, 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 bad, bad, bad. Yes. So, that's going to be the sad thing. The cat's probably going to come across stuff that shows what life used to be like. That's what these dystopian games always do. Yeah, it's like, dude. here's a sad thing. You used to have a normal family. You used to have a normal life before the moon exploded and crashed into Earth and destroyed everything. <laughs> it's not going to be all pets and purrs, Damiani. Oh, it is. My play. <laughs> I'm putting that, sh- I'm putting that on the most <laughs> casual, no death possible difficulty. Better have that in that option, or I'm going to be like writing an angry letter to someone. Passive mode, dude. On Twitter right away, like, you need to put a no death option in here, please. <laughs> Otherwise, you guys are monsters. Huber. I'm nervous, this, dude. This, this state of play might as well have happened in October. We got Resident Evil 4 remake. We got Resident Evil Village. We got Walking Dead. And we got the Callisto oh, Protocol. Finally get to really see this game. Yes! See what this is about. And the good news, no offense at all, but the good news for me, because I don't play PUBG, is it's no longer tied to the <laughs> PUBG universe. <laughs> no disrespect to PUBG, uh, but now I get to come in fresh. You know, I don't need some past experience with PUBG to be all in on this because the premise is great. You are 
on a on a prison planet with some alien freakos, and you got to get the hell out. Like the well, simplest. Well, I don't think there's a. As far as I can tell, there's not aliens. From what I could like, monstrous glean, freakos. Yeah, from what I could glean. Yeah. From the narration. Yeah. Is there's some mad scientist yeah, dude. in this prison yes. who's like, I'm like figuring out how to re-engineer humanity kind of thing, you know, yeah. like you're going to be reborn yes. you know, and all that. And so dude. like you're, you're Wesker, walking, no, you know, you're Dr. walking, Moreau. you're like fighting off like his experiments, like his like vision of, you know, new life or whatever. Yeah. Dude, who's the dude in the Batman anime series who wanted to create like they made them all like lions or whatever. Tigress. T- there you go. Tigress. And there then, like, Tigress's... Creator, yeah. Creator person. That's every... it. That's it. Um, the, I did read something a week or two ago about this where they said, in response to no longer being in the PUBG universe, they saw the opportunity to blow it out. They're like, we have a interconnected franchise on our hands. Mm-hmm. Spinoffs, movies, anime, you know. So I think this they're they're gearing up to go all in on on Callisto. I think a lot of that's going to depend on critical and man uh, uh, people I, buying in the reception, C- critical yeah. and commercial reception for this. I hope they wait for that. Of it's course, one of the biggest of course. mistakes that publisher can do is jump the gun and have like these giant plans beyond the game. Mm-hmm. It's like your game's got to be popular yeah, and successful right. first. Pretty. Go ahead. No. Pretty funny, though, that we've wanted a Dead Space for so long, and then now we're basically getting two, because this is from the old Dead Space people. A lot of them right. worked on this. Do you think there's somebody getting, at EA that was like, hey, we got to get out ahead of this? Probably. You know, like, all those all those old guys that used to work for us, they're going and they're making another another thing. We don't have anything to counter it. Yeah. And just and yeah, even the way that like Dead Space has been handling it, just the dev diaries, you know, it seems mm-hmm. more of like, hey, we should probably do this, <laughs> right? And that's just been so popular over the last five years is bringing things back, reboot, remake. You know, it's always been a part of video games, but I think now this era more than ever is is legacy content with the stuff that they've shown so far. You know, do you? Do you worry that there could be too much overlap? Like, what what is it really that like that makes this feel like Dead Space? Because you're not you're not dealing with necromorphs. Right? Yeah, they're necro- but- they're necromorph esque enough. Mm-hmm. Bloodworth. I mean, it, it, it's got shades of necromorph for sure. The health bar on the back of his neck, you know, mm. the kind of like the Isaac suit type thing, um, and just the 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 close intimate horrifying encounters is very dead space you know one or two creatures running at you and it, it you know in in this trailer even he's just like blasting away dude the gun has like insane amount of recoil just every encounter is life or death um that's kind of the direction i'd want this to go versus dead space and a way for it to separate itself i think is even more survival horror because dead space has more in common with like I don't want to say Resident Evil 4, but like it's got shades of Resident Evil 4 there where it yeah. gets pretty action-y, you know, especially Dead Space 2 and 3. Uh, one is obviously the most horror, but it'd be nice if Callisto, to separate itself, just real like, I want to be counting my bullets in Callisto, you know? I want to be like, I want to be fucking John McClane at the end of Die Hard, like, looking at the two bullets in his hand, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with the 
but the prison setting though, like what do you what do you want to see there more than just like uneasy alliances, yeah. big time. I want to I want to be betrayed, blood. I want to be betrayed by someone. What and- about that shot right in the beginning? <sighs> Where we're before we get to see like all of the disfigured corpses and all of that, where you have the robot, that robot that just like puts a bullet in two people in the Insane, cell next to you. Insane, dude. Uh, is is it a, is it a tyrant nemesis type? Maybe that's hunter. The Callisto protocol. Execute <laughs> yeah. Callisto protocol. Execute so Callisto protocol. All living organisms. Everything. Yeah. Great theory. While it might kill Great some theory. of your enemies, it's like it's coming after you too. I love it. I love it, dude. Yes. And then you go into a room and you see like necromorphs and robots, and you're like, what do I do? Do I engage? Do I pit them against each other? That's it. Because yeah. You, you, yeah. you have like such limited yeah. ammo. That's your thing. It's like you got to know when to bait it. And like, even if you do and it works out, like you now it's aware of you, like you need an exit strategy. Yes. So maybe it involves you needing to scout around a little bit. Yeah. Figure out what you got to do for when you bait it in there. Like, so dude, sick. The, like stealth and planning, man. Yep. Yeah. My favorite shot was the melee kill. He bashes someone's head with a melee weapon against the wall, and it looks really damn good. So shout out to that. Also <laughs> shout out to Roller Drum. Yeah. A little, not quite indie because it's in their private division, but... Uh, yeah, Roll7, Ollie Ollie developers doing yeah. crazy, like, yeah. roller skating plus shooting kind of... Awesome. Yeah. Haven't really seen anything like it. Anytime it's something I've never seen before that looks cool, win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Full kind of cel-shaded, like, comic book kind of look Looks to very it, yeah. similar to... Sable. Like, yeah, we, yeah. Ollie, we Ollie, took Ollie. it for being I know, Sable. Like, yeah. Ollie Ollie also is like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. that, not the same vein, but like, you know, has a like good artistic style, mm-hmm. but like clearly went with this, but it still feels like its own because that mixing gunplay with roller skiing. It's like, such a fun and idea. And it's like in like, uh, like in arenas basically yeah. where it's like, all right, well, is this. Now, is it single player focus? Is it multiplayer? Because I didn't even think about that. I think that. it is single player focus. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 I got a little bit of like, I don't know why, not not, not quite, uh, not Killer Seven, uh, super hot. Like super the shoot, hot. like yeah, like the shooting and stuff. Like yeah, when it does the slowdown. It's like, will there be like, it didn't show like you losing or dying. Yeah, yeah it was like how it works. It was like set up the coolest kill. You know, it's not about like surviving. It's about just yeah. setting up score. right here. Tricks. We're score based. Yeah, you're yeah. doing yeah. tricks. Yeah. So you, uh, experience the thrill of fusing fluid movements and stylish tricking mechanics with adrenaline pumping shooter action. There we go. So cool. Now I just gotta know the setup for this. What's the premise? Why? Yeah. <laughs> what crazy place is yeah. this taking? Is happening? Some on? kind of uh, mutant TV or what is it? What's the Smash oh, TV? Smash, Smash TV. TV. Smash yeah. TV. Yeah, Smash. Yeah, TV. Running Man. Yeah, dude. Fully original soundtrack. Uh, it's got dark, a good soundtrack. Oh, dark synth musical artist Electric Dragon. Don't know them. Dark synth. But there's dark a name synth. for you. Dark synth, man. Merging iconic. Stranger Things seems like it has dark synth. Have you seen the, like, the sometimes <laughs> yeah. it says like like slow synth, like evil <laughs> dark, synth. dark it does, it might You know what? I bet it says dark synth at one point. <laughs> but yeah, so it says they're merging iconic 1970s textures and sounds with modern-day driving beats and cutting-edge production to provide a heart-thumping backdrop to the carnage. Oh, yeah, I like heart-thumping. This is more game than set pounding. in 3030. Hell yeah! <laughs> Not that far off. 
30, 30. Yeah, Where the public are kept distracted planet. from an increasingly sinister political situation <laughs> by the violence <laughs> and excess of a brutal new arena sport. I roller love this drum. game already. <laughs> I love it so much. It sounds just like... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, are, they do say that, that uh, competitors uh, are attempting to get the highest score possible. By combining eliminations with flashy tricks while also successfully completing numerous challenges. Dude. Very cool. There you go. Maybe it'll be like the old Tony Hawk games where you try and complete everything in one run. Yeah. You collect all the letters. One life to live. Yeah. yeah, it actually gives me some like No More Heroes vibes because they're saying mm. that like you're a participant, but like you're trying to like rise through the ranks. Heck yeah. To like escape this. Riders Republic with guns. There's some This brutal corporation. Crazy. Looks great. That's yeah. crazy. Shout out. Uh, Street Fighter Six. Yeah, we got to see this game for the first time outside of that teaser. Some, we wanted big stuff. We wanted big changes, and I think we're getting it. Yeah, coming off of the lackluster story mode in Five, it came out later, and it, right, and it it's just a lackluster launch. Yeah, lackluster <laughs> launch for that. Uh, just absent at launch. Um, just content not there yeah, compared and this, to its contemporaries. This feels like a hard counter to that. Be like, yo, you want content? Yeah. Story mode. It's like you want to walk Shenmue around. Shenmue inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't, I don't know about, about that. that. I don't know about that. Oh, Heber. <laughs> you do create like your own custom character to yeah. go through this thing. I, I hope... There's some real customization here, you know, like Soul Calibur style customization. Let's get that going. Maybe you can pick a few uh, combat archetypes so they don't have to make a billion moves. But then let me, like, look dramatically different well, from my friends. The big, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about the custom, how far they're going to go with customization. Yeah. I do think it speaks to the fact that they think they've got their head in the right space in terms of, like, Street Fighter 6 is going to be a platform. Yeah. Like this is like they they understood what they didn't do right with Street Fighter Five, what they eventually did do right with Street Fighter Five mm-hmm. with their season passes and their updates. Like, let's build there. a better infrastructure out of the gate mm-hmm. where it's clear that we're going to be supporting this, and they're clearly borrowing from the best. So you're talking about like you know extra content like Nether Realm, like eating their lunch with like yeah. the Mortal Kombat games, uh, the the kind of like the hub the hub lobby area from like the, everyone's like oh Arxis, they're just yeah. taking it from Arxis's yeah. games. It's like. They're, you know, sometimes flattery is the, you know, best form. Totally. <laughs> Imitation is the best form of flattery. It's like, like you want to look at yeah. what the best are doing and yeah. from there, yeah. But I, I don't think that I've seen anyone do this thing where you're, like, wandering around a town and then walk up to somebody and challenge Honestly, them. Honestly, so, I'd love to hear yeah. Don here. Mortal Kombat Armageddon was the absolute first thing I thought of, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without question, Mortal Kombat PS2 era, like... Will will there be puzzles and unlockables and all this? Oh, we saw just a little bit. Sure There's so much more. Trash can. Yeah, yeah. Like Are you talking about like the conquest modes? Or yeah, whatever? yeah. Those like full on like three D action adventure games. Yeah, I mean they had RPG elements and yep. everything in them. I didn't get the sense that that's what this was. Okay. It was, it was. I don't know. I'm not sure though. It was hard to tell because at first it seemed like it was. It was that, it, like, maybe it would have some of that stuff, but the yeah. only things you really saw engage in was, like, uh, starting fights or there'd be, like, cinematic interludes. So it was hard to tell how else to totally. interact with the world, actually. Totally. Yeah, it looked more like it was possibly a story mode 
Mm-hmm. That you're like you maybe just like advanced story little areas like uh, like yeah. the new d- newer Demon Slayer game. Each chapter is kind of just like an area you can yeah. go around. Like, in. Yeah, I imagine it's what it'd be like. And then I mean, also just like walking around environments. Was I mean, it wasn't the same scale, but like Dragon Ball Fighters had like the lobby yeah. areas, you just walk around and interact. So got it, got it, it could also just like be something that yeah. Because even I I thought for a minute it, we were gonna get a beat 'em up. That's what I thought. You know, the yeah. box heads running at you, but it, it did look like you're just attacking environmental stuff for maybe, maybe. items. Oh. I think the box heads do point to that, though. So I, I'm it, curious. Yeah. Where, there's a mode. Because yeah. they did a Shoryuken on a pile of boxes. Yeah. yeah. Which means That'd you can do that stuff while you're walking Huber? around somehow. That'd Huber. be brilliant. Mike Haggard in Final Fight Nod. Right. Like, come Huber. on, dude. <laughs> Uh, several episodes ago, Ben and I were on here talking about the reveal of Street Fighter Six, and we we're talking about what it needed to do. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the discussion of like a beat 'em up mode came up. How <laughs> sick that would be! So maybe Capcom listened to us, and they're going to give you it, Huber. Because that would be kind of fun. Because they should go crazy. Like we saw, like the the kind of like the the garage Abigail's like workshop. Yeah, and it's like. Well, they better have like the car destruction mini game. Train here, like, dude. Yeah. Mini games. Yeah, like I want. Yo, let's get games. a Persona calendar, dude. You only have so much time in a day to like train with other Street dude, Fighter characters. Let's go. Certain characters. And yes. Multiple paths to the story. There yes. you go, uh, I think it's interesting that they. they uh, <laughs> so speaking to like the actual like gameplay, like the fighting mechanics, yeah. the two things that stuck out. Um, was when we went to the actual site and got an explanation of it, the new drive system. Right. How there's just like you don't build up your meter anymore by being defensive or offensive. That used to be like the way you did it, or you picked a style and playing in a certain style would build up. It's just like on a fixed cooldown system. Great, great. And they said it allows for like more improvisation and to like do different things. Like you could gamble or you could be conservative yes. and like you either like trying to do rush down at the beginning, burn it all, and then you gotta like or do wait you for wait for up, someone yeah. to spend all their stuff and encounter them with that? Yeah, I, I'm very I curious that. how... Because if you have Max and you're not recouping it, it's like, dude, you're wasting time. You could you could have used it like you're sitting bring on it stuff. back. Yeah. I love it. Like, I love it's that. interesting to see how that meta will evolve. Yeah. Also, like... So many people watching reactions to this besides their, like, you know, we reacted it, but watching other people's reactions, the biggest thing that came up from people was like how the animations looked at the Dude, fighting. The impact. And, and impact. Everyone's saying like the shocking impact. impact. Heavy impact. Yes. What everyone was saying about like yes. everything landing. Dude, yes. Yeah. I, th- I felt the hits. It looked sick. Just gah. And colorful. Yes. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I was like really pleased to see is when we saw the teaser and we saw that awful original logo, it just felt like, oh man, is this going to be really like sterile? Are they trying to make Street Fighter like realistic somehow? Oh, yeah. Right? And there's just so much color. And like, I love the environments that they showed when they just did those sweeping shots of the different parts of the city and all of that. Uh, and some of these new characters, like Jamie, who's like, a break dancer, but also like a drunken monk kind of archetype. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like put a, together. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a fusion of a few different characters there. I yeah. saw like everyone took a guess at first. Saw some Yoon guesses, some uh, DJ guesses. Mm. Yeah, it's like no, they're kind of like. Uh, it looks nice that they show off two veterans, two new characters, and I hope yeah. that's what they do. Like they keep. Don't go so heavy on the veterans. Like, yeah, pick a handful, but like try something new. Like if that because that allows you fl- uh, flexibility and freedom to make really unique fighting styles. Finally, instead of trying to take an existing one, like oh, how do we modify something slightly so it feels different? Right, I think it's going to pay off much better for them. But Hell I think yeah. even like, Chun Li to me feels very 
different visually. Looks awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like you you know immediately that's Chun Li. You know, it's just the iconic blue outfit, but she like she just looks different. She looks new. She looks fresh. You know, and and she feels like she fits in this world rather than just like. All right, we just copied and pasted the, the you know the yeah. dimensions from Street Fighter Two again, and so yeah, I, I I think that they're on the right track. Obviously, it will you know it will take some people getting hands on time soon. But I joke about that Shenmue, but she even reminded uh, me of Li Xiao Tao from Shenmue. Like there's there's the 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 love of martial arts has always been an overlap with uh, with that. Love that. The thing that wasn't in the presentation that we did watch separately, mm. the the Madden commentator oh, right. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, and like what, thirteen or fourteen different languages are going to support? Really, like, was that only supported for subtitles? Subtitles, or? yeah. And in Japanese and English, uh, uh, commentators, uh, commentators, yeah. and having that in there, and like this, like, so cool. Yeah, it's like. I saw some comments saying it's going to get old fast or something, but I mean, at least within the context of the trailer, it didn't. It, it seemed varied enough. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow! I'm, I'm like, it got a lot. Like, they're saying a lot of different stuff here. Yeah. It's like, like it feels pretty good, especially yeah. if it's like this pre-recorded stuff that they're trying to dynamically generate by what you're doing in the game. But they even said it could hint, give hints to you when you're fighting AI about what you should do. Oh. Yeah, I think that's very interesting. I forget the exact words. Like, oh, he needs to do this right now if he yeah. wants to turn this around. And it's like, that's oh, cool. there you go. Like, like training. You learn. Yeah. Because tra- they tried to solve that training mode forever uh, with Capcom. And like, mm-hmm. there's so many things that people just don't understand about a fighting game because mm-hmm. it's not like, everyone, the, the example that always comes up is what the heck's a Roman cancel? Like, yeah. where does it say in this game what the heck a Roman cancel is and how do you do it? It's like, maybe the commentator will be like, you use it and like, it actually could like bring you to it and like, exp- like, seen in action. It's like, now you understand. Totally. And so like, it helps you get caught up with the language of the fighting game, mm-hmm. uh, FTC essentially, yeah. Yeah, not it's like for me, it, I might not even use that stuff, yeah. but it it tells me it sends me a message in combination with everything else we've seen, the story mode, all that is that they are all in here, you know? That entire commentary mode is like a new thing they thought up and put in, like yeah. Spare no expense. Again, coming after bare bones launch of five. This is so promising. Everything we just saw. So I think for casual players, it's gonna do a lot. I think that that that, that the, the commentary because mm-hmm. one of the things in the tagline of that separate video was that the feeling of like a t- tournament setting in your own home, right. essentially. So like you feel the hype. Dude, when we do a when we do a group stream with the commentary, it's gonna be so hype. (laughs) It's gonna be hype as hell. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Some other small ones that were thrown in there: Uh, Eternites, which is a action game slash dating Dating sim. sim. Very sure. Very anime. Uh, Tunic is coming to PlayStation in September. Mm. Tunic. Uh, Season uh, got an update with the cool trailer. A lot of travel. A lot of photographs. Can't wait. Can't wait. Recording. I can't wait. Location audio. Is that this year? Is that this year? Fall. Fall. Oh, my God. Perfect fall game. I want to be playing this in October. Like early October. Not quite Halloween yet. Just like I want to hear leaves being blown in the wind outside of my house when I play this game. (laughs) Sure. I'll get the lawn blower. (laughs) (laughs) Help you out since we don't have fall in LA. (laughs) And then we, we started it off. With Resident Evil, crazy. We end it, crazy. 
Final Fantasy 16. Yo, bookend, baby. Oh, yes. The biggest things. I mean, Street Fighter 6 right in the middle. Good, it was a Sony sandwich, man. It was. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, so what's going on with this, Damiani? So glad because they had promised... Now, Kyoshi, the uh, producer of this game, had promised back in December after they couldn't give an update by the end of the year last year that we'd get an update by spring of this year. And we were running out of days in spring. There are all these rumors about oh, right. yeah. the, uh, whether it'd be here or not. And then people started pointing to Facebook, Twitter posts from like the Star Ocean team and the Dragon Quest spinoff team about, oh, later in June, we're going to like give you updates in the game. So I was like, oh, Square Enix is doing an event later this month. So it's like, oh, come on, man. Like This game is so integrally tied with Sony's marketing right now. It's like, wow, what a missed opportunity. Like It feels like it needed to be there almost. <laughs> and I loved how they didn't like try and trick us, play coy. It's literally his style, Yoshi's yeah. style, front and center Love of the camera, that. literally talking to you yeah. like a person saying, like, listen, we promised it, here it is, and like, listen, we've been working hard on this, and like, hopefully, we just want to make stuff that, make, that makes you happy and enjoy, yeah. like, with like, hey, the world could be a shitty place right now, but like, we want you to, like, we, we're focusing on what we can do to make you still happy. Yeah. And I was like, good message from him, and then that trailer uh, delivered, and I know what? Uh, I am very curious to hear what a lot of people think because it was most of it was what I wanted to see. Right. Um, but I can clearly see how it might be a little bit polarizing yeah. for some people. I think there's some. I think there's some things in there, you know, where maybe it'll take getting hands on, getting in context because there's there's a lot of stuff on the screen. There's a lot of meters. There's a lot of numbers, and then when. And then when you have all these extra effects and you put it in a video on, you know, the internet and it gets compressed and it makes the... Oh, it, it makes there's everything look no like way that stream could handle, like, yeah. the fluid motion of that game. It clearly... And yeah. the fact that they confirmed it's now just PS5, it's like, all right, you need to see this game running in action. So yeah. hopefully they give us a demo at some point. But what do you think about that HUD overload? So, okay, so let me talk about the HUD. Uh, numbers popping up. It's been a thing in Final Fantasy games. Um, I hope there's a way to customize it. So maybe it's... I think they might, for the trailer purposes, they made it as, like, in-your-face and obvious where there might be some, like, tone it down so it blends in a little bit so it's not so drawing attention away because it was a little overpowering seeing some of those numbers. But the HUD was... But to me, was very pretty much simple. Bottom mm -hmm, corners had like clean. your items, your actions, four buttons for actions, four buttons for items. Mm -hmm. And in the top left was your health and limit break meter. By the way, three bars for LB3. That was just a little bit of 14 nod right there. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and when you fight enemies on the right, and like those, some of those encounters looked, the one on one fights looked very cinematic because of the time. It's my favorite thing ever, dude. It's my yeah. favorite thing ever. Like, it is trash mobs you're just going to be able to carve through. And then when a boss enemy comes, they get their own health ball, and like the combat looked different for yeah. some of those stronger enemies. Yeah, like change of perspective. That, like Dragoon the, became the floor dragon. Yeah, the screenshot, which is hilarious. They they know their memes. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it, even the camera work during that like yeah. looked like a cinematic. I was like, yeah. wait, whoa, we're fighting, but like you just this dramatic camera change. Are we gonna have, like is this real time? Is this like, the opening where I'm actually playing? A lot of questions. Remedial enemies, man. It I love looked... that carving through remedial enemies is so empowering, and it hypes okay. up the bosses even more. Oh. 
I am very intrigued and optimistic about the combat system because his blood was pointing out, I think, the first that use one of the trigger buttons to shift forms. And you're it's all around. I love how the theme of this is the icon summons. Yes. Final Fantasy summons Jinjuriki. are some of like the coolest things in video games. And this trailer, they like doubled down and said like Dude, Final Fantasy is summons, and you're getting summons. It's the gameplay. You shift from summon forms, and it influences your actions, and they like evolve into like these iconic abilities that we've seen time and time again. To the freaking summon fights, like someone put in chat best, like kaiju style fights. Yeah. If you don't know what summons are, it's like, dude, giant things on super cinematic, super epic scale. Giant num that was where the numbers were yeah, the best. No, like, no, no. Seeing like huge ass numbers on there was like all right, and like well, just seeing it to me like Odin riding up to, yeah. to Bahamut and Dude, <laughs> slashing Odin, through the Odin mega flare. Odin uses freaking mega flare. Uh, uh, sorry, Bahamut uses mega flare on Odin. Odin uses Zantetetsu, whatever I can't pronounce it. The slash, the one slash move to like go through it. The counter, it's like, dude, here we go. Like this is freaking awesome. It was epic. Yeah. yeah, it was epic. Like I, my only regret is that I didn't see it in the IMAX. <laughs> oh my! Is that trailer? I speaking to that, <laughs> that trailer is it is just wait, was state of play hard. IMAX? No. Okay. No. No. Like, wait no. a second. No. no. But but speaking oh. to that, like the the musical choice yes. that they picked. You know, to to to. I mean, I'm pretty sure they scored that trailer specifically, yeah. right? You know, and God. and having like a choir. Speak the names of all the yes. summons. Welcome to Final Fantasy XIV music, Bloodworth. I'm so happy you're getting uh, your I've been listening to the Endwalker soundtrack. In context, so really glad. I wish his name wouldn't have appeared in the trailer, but like they immediately confirmed it afterwards. Some of the staff that's working on there. A few of them we knew. Uh, we knew the director. Uh, we knew that uh, Devil May Cry, um, uh, D Dragon's Dogma, uh, kind of combat director came over to handle yeah, the direction yeah, yeah. for the combat of this game, and it clearly shows. Uh, we actually technically knew Christopher Koji Fox uh, was um, going to be the head of localization for this game. That was in a 14 live letter that they mm. confirmed that a while back. But the one thing that everyone was sure was true and hadn't been confirmed till now was that Masayoshi Soken, a composer for 14's music and also uh, some other games, but most notably Final Fantasy XIV, is doing the soundtrack, and it has his, like, signature all oh, over it and that's one of the things he's like does a great job of is like lyrics that like match up with what you're seeing on seeing on screen and doing crazy stuff like that where it's like yeah. he's crazy enough to be like i'm literally gonna use the summon name the name of all these iconic summons as the lyrics where the so final fantasy hyped. theme is playing at this point and so speeds up it's like ah, seen, dude. that's so good yeah, and that's the other thing I didn't I didn't catch till the second time we watched. It. I was like, yeah, because I mean, it was, I was hearing the summon names. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to the music, and we listened to it again. It's like, oh yeah, he just snuck the Final Fantasy yep. theme in there real yep. fast. <laughs> um, and yeah. then I think the other thing that I've seen some comments on so far is just that. Oh yeah, it feels more yeah. more actiony. And like a single character, you don't get the party so, yeah, vibe. That is, controls. I think, the biggest point of contention is that there's still no any mention of a party system. And as far as I know, it has not been ruled out through anything they have said. But from what we've seen, right. they clearly are focusing on Clive as your main protagonist and you're playing as him. But they did introduce I got a all these other characters. Yeah, I summons, got a theory. I got a theory. The, the summons you clearly are playing as other people because we know some of them. What's up? Naruto, dude. It's in, they're in you. 
Well, so when you're summoning like other, like you you can talk to your other people so in there I've or whatever. Seen, okay, so I've seen this theory being Naruto. passed around. The, gin, the Jinchuriki theory is Jinchuriki. that as you, as you beat each dominant, they join you yep, yep. and like they become a part of you. Naruto will be in the credits. It'll say special <laughs> thanks, Naruto. <laughs> Guaranteed. Okay. Guaranteed. Yeah, okay. okay. Thanks, <laughs> thank you to Shueisha and Shonen Jump. Yeah, yeah there you go. I'll, t- I'll take a screenshot. But beyond, even with that explanation, that lore, it's just the fact that we're not having two or three other party members on screen with mm-hmm. you fighting at the same mm-hmm. time, coming off the last single player game, Final Fantasy 15, mm-hmm. having the camaraderie there. Yeah. To well, seven nice remakes. Se- and I was about to say, seven remakes showing yeah. you a great combat system with three people playable at the same time. Yeah. And that feels but, really good when you swap between them. It does. It does. It does. And it's very action heavy. But at the same time, I don't think it's on the same level of what they're trying to yeah. do. What they're showing in this game is that this is definitely more character action. This yeah. is more Devil May Cry style. And I think we need to just get hands on to yeah. see if it's like really just as straightforward as that, as that or if there's another kind of hook gimmick to it that we just haven't been shown yet. Yeah, I think the, I think the combat... It has higher potential to be better if it's just one character you're controlling. I think when you throw in extra characters, it just gets kind of... There's like a level of random... Not randomness, but just it can be so much tighter and more balanced. I feel like if you're one person... Because then what do you do? Do you, Are you like tagging in and out? Yeah, so are, maybe, are, 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 I mean, are they again, are they just on the map as know. NPCs running oh, around crap. doing that The fact thing? is, though, I mean, it's... You know, the reason that people... Or disappointed and have an issue with it. It's Final Fantasy. Definitely, definitely. You know, like it's hundred percent gone from a party ber- party based turn turn based role playing game to now it's like okay, I'm just like mashing buttons. Lightning you know, it's, returns. It's more so just there's lightning. more to it than mashing buttons, obviously. But yeah. it's like you're, you're, it's not like this sitting back and taking your For time. Because sure. I think it'll benefit the combat by being one person, but the bonds are such a big part of Final Fantasy. So not yep. having a party and not being able so, to like come point. to a new town and like have those moments or like someone in your party yeah. is hurt and you have come Ignis together. Cook you a meal. Yeah. You know? yeah. So but you could also point. go Geralt style and just get into new, like more defined story arcs amidst the bigger arc. You know, so you'll come to a town and you'll meet some characters and then you'll move on. And that'll be that story. Amidst the big story. So I think there can be party members, just not in that traditional sense. Yeah, oh. I think there are pretty high expectations for the narrative of this game, too. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the one kind of, like, intangible. We, obviously, there were story things in this, this, this trailer, but really understanding the breadth and scale and what they're going for, you know, still yet to be seen. And I think there's a pedigree with this writing team that yeah. is, like, attached to... Final, like Final Fantasy pedigree as well, and seeing how great that writing and storytelling has been, in and now like the expectations are very high for this. I think that might be one of the like quote unquote X factors where like yes, we focus on this type of gameplay because we're telling a story with Clive, yeah. and it's yep. what they plan to do with it might be like exactly said like you are going to get a lot of narrative out of this, and what you mm-hmm. do will determine what stories you see, and like that's where we want to put the focus. That's just as mm-hmm. important to an RPG is like world building and storytelling and character interaction and like 
do you see every character? Like, dad is a big part of it. And that hasn't been a part of Final Fantasy in a long time, actually. Like, 15, it's like, it's set. You're going to see everyone. It's a fixed story. Mm-hmm. You're with your pe- the people you have to start or pretty much the people you're with through the yeah. end. It's like, where are those, like, the throwbacks to the older games where it's like, you have rotating, you did have rotating party members, but instead of party members, now it's like, chapters in a story where it's mm. like you have this cast of characters with you I moved on to a different kingdom there's like what six different kingdom it's like yeah. you imagine there's a lot to keep track of in yeah. this game and like I said yeah. they they did take the time to introduce a lot of characters in this yeah. in a way they don't think felt overwhelming yeah you know it's like you, you see okay there's just there, there's the titan guy and then there's the, the Koopla yeah, yeah. And, and so Koopka, I do think that there's potential for more of that to kind of come together as we get to see more of what this game is. Yeah, Yeah, and and I'll say to the people disappointed, I always, uh, you know, I I like the fellowship the most, you know, I love the party, I love the bonds, but 15 was all about that, now we're on 16, you know, it's good to mix it up, mix it up, it can't be the same damn thing every single time, right? I have one last thing to say about that, and one final thing I want to say to that is totally not ruled out that you have random AI people who join you in a fight yeah. at certain points. Different people That's each time as you progress. I mean, this team yeah. worked on 14. That is one of the ways they make an MMO feel like a traditional RPG is that they have yeah. main characters join you at certain points in content. But like, most of the war time, yeah. going on. Yeah. But most of the time in that game, you're playing by yourself, like going through a story, and then you meet up with like either other players or you meet up with other NPCs and you play with them. So... Maybe some of the times you're just seeing Clive is by himself, but like there will be key moments where other people join him in a fight, and like you don't have to worry about that. They're gonna do their own thing while you do your thing, and maybe who knows? Maybe there's like you call him as a sister or something. I don't know. Yeah. The last thing I want to say is really impressed by the visual fidelity step up yes. because it was looking like a cross gen title the last time we saw it. This time, like even though it was in like Twitch quality compressed, yeah. you could tell that this was a bump. And yeah. that even existing, use, reusing Titan and Shiva again and seeing how much different, like, Titan was, like, like thornier, like, more intimidating, awesome. menacing. Not just, like, a didn't look like smooth rock anymore. It looked like, yeah, like, threatening. Psycho. And, like, like, and, like all of them, like, this looked much better, I felt like. Hell yeah. Those towns. Mm-hmm. Type. You know what else we got a fresh look at this week? Sonic Frontiers. Oh, yeah. Sonic. Uh, we got some gameplay reveal yep. uh, that IGN had. For IGN first, they're going to be doing Sonic stuff all this month. Um, nice. But uh, Damiani, reactions haven't been so positive. What? What's uh? What? Why, why aren't people liking this so game? My under- Wait, what? So here, let me tell you, Hubert. So from my understanding, it's that the game doesn't look like a game right now. It looks, people are comparing it to just, it looks like a tech demo where it's, yeah, it's just a game where they like, because the world design right now is very bland and empty. Sure. Like, it looks very realistic. Like, yes. The pop-in is brutal. Yeah. It, it looks like like animation, some of the animations don't look very good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this floating stuff that pops in all over the place. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I yeah, should yeah, be yeah. referencing that. Yeah, you shouldn't because Flo- we can't show that. In the trailer, there's floating stuff all, like the rails, like the floating rails. And I'm like, what, is that like? Writing in the sky. Oh, the rail. Yeah, you see the rails in the distance. Yeah, it looks like 
honestly, it looks like when you look back at like Mario 64, when you see like the obstacle course mentality where things just be flowing by, oh, it's just crazy Mario obstacle course logic. Who cares if yeah. they're floating there? That's what it feels like here. Yeah. It, 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 it looks like it's nowhere near ready to come out. It has potential. I'll give it that. And like some of the parts, one part of the trailer, they showed a platformer scene where he's going up this tower that kind of looked interesting. Yeah. But there's this. It looks so sparse and empty and rough. Well, what and then one of my issues there too with the tower scene. Yeah, is like you climb this tower and then, yeah. but but why you, you climb the yeah. tower to like look around? Also, anytime there's, Sonic's walking, it's weird. There's, yeah, there's it looks like, like no the direction. it looks like yeah. the the player is just like so trying to lightly move the analog stick to not get Sonic to run. They want Sonic to just like just just walk a little bit. It was weird. But I will say, hear me out. Okay. Bear with me. I go way back with Sonic, mm-hmm. my youth, Sega Genesis, okay? This I'm not kidding around. And I'll explain why and how. This is easily the most hyped I've ever been for a Sonic the Hedgehog video game. Really? Easily. Watching this. Yes. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Sonic t- Sonic 1, 2, 3, I was too young to get hyped. I had it. Cool. Let's go. Sonic Adventure, same thing. Walked into a store. It was on the TV. It looked hype. I was like, yo, that looks sick. Okay. Since then, anticipation going into a Sonic game has been so minimal. When's the last time you were truly, like, hyped out of your mind? For me, it was Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 1 for PS3, which was not great. They did Episode 2, and it was somehow even worse. Those weren't great. Sonic Mania, because we've been in such dark times, I was not very hyped for. I was like, maybe it'll be good. What? Probably not. You never know. It's Sonic. There's been a lot of bad Sonic video games. I was not counting down the days to Mania. This game, though, they delayed this thing a year. They built this thing from scratch. Everything... Yes, everything they uh, said. The people it, are accusing of this. Like it looks like they came out. Yeah. Bunch, they like, took PSO 2s Dude, they came out. They said this. They said that they worked on this like they did Sonic Adventure, where they wanted this to be the foundation for the franchise for the next ten plus years. Mm. They've done so Never. much playtesting, which isn't a good thing, bad thing, whatever. But everything they've said has made me believe they're on the right path. They're on the right track to deliver okay. a great Sonic on, game. The premise the of it is amazing. Now, here we are with this gameplay reveal. Climbing the tower, it didn't look that great. All right, climbing the tower was weird, whatever. The other stuff, though, when he was, like, just running through the environment, it looked cool. Hubert, this I, footage I, looks like when you see videos dug up from the past, of like lost found, like lost or found footage of here's a beta of this game where it was in like the early alpha beta phase. Yeah, That's what yeah. this looks like to I me. For, I forgot one of the most important things, Damiani. Okay. When I say this is my most anticipated Sonic game ever, okay? All I there's there is a caveat here. My hopes for this on the best possible day. On the best day, Sonic Frontiers gets an 8.0. That's the peak. If this game gets an 8, that, so that's where my All expectations right. are. We're not yeah. talking 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, Breath of the Wild sure. here. It's a, We're it's talking okay. the best it can be. 
is in eight, but I have faith it can get there. I have strong faith. Okay, so it's interesting to hear your perspective, Huber. I'm yeah. glad you're very optimistic, and I'm glad you explain why you're hype about this. Yeah, I feel like the vast majority of everyone else was a most like Sonic fans were very hyped for Mania because yeah. everything in terms of two they couldn't even get 2D right. Forget 3D, yeah. they couldn't get 2D Sonic right. Sonic Four was and not great. Everything about Mania was like we're getting the right people. We're yeah. getting people who've worked on these things that you, your fans, have endorsed. Of that course, physics, Mania is the best. Getting the physics engine, getting the composer. It's like this is right. Yeah, and it came. Out and it was like the dude. best, the and best. Then they messed up by not securing them again and f- make them follow up to that because yeah. it was like critically acclaimed and it sold pretty well. So they had a solution to 2D Sonic and totally. they kind of dropped the ball with that by not following up. Mania 2. Enter, enter 3D. Yes, I will admit, front like Frontiers, its premise was promising, like mm-hmm. kind of more like an open environment so- Sonic game. Yeah, but this just screams to me that they still have not figured out how to do 3D Sonic, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad they're trying something different. But if this is still coming out this year. Holy crap. Uh, see you in 2023, I hope. Otherwise, you're on track. You're saying 8.0, Hubert? Yo! You better pray for swimming in sevens Yo, with this. Like, this come thing, on. This thing's got to run on Switch. What do you want it to do? <laughs> what do you know? What I do you mean, want from it? I mean, maybe it's, it's not, a Switch game. Maybe, 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 maybe you got too ambitious to the scale. But <laughs> this is the problem. They have not found out the solution to making a good, great, to great 3D right. Sonic game. Yeah. And this is what the, the, like, the show there's, there's been shades of it. Here, you know, Generations has good thing. stuff. Unleashed has some good stuff. I was watching this thing and I was like literally like <laughs> getting sleepy. Like that's not a good place for Sonic to be. And it's part, yeah. and that's the thing is like there's so many like tonal weird things, right? And And one of them is this world that looks like it was just like pulled out of uh, of like some random RPG, some big open world RPG, like a, like a Xenoblade ripoff or like a Nier or something like that, and then just like dropping in Sonic stuff, you know, Sonic items and Sonic yeah. rails and, and and like the sound effects, and then yeah, it's and, like slapped. Like honestly, someone like I made this course in Sonic Design Lab. Right. That's kind of that's what it feels just like. like throw this that's here. what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like a fan got a hold of Unreal Engine throw 4 this. and like <laughs> made a Sonic demo in Unreal Engine yeah. 4. Make a launch pad here. The problem with like that's the thing that like a lot of these rails and platforms okay. and things they 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 feel like something you dropped Here's in the in problem with Sonic Cuber. They've not figured out how to do 3D design very well. Yeah. The only times they've done it well were like in there's generations been moments that generations has yeah. some good shit. Unleashed has some good shit. But it's always on rails like restrictive like free roaming Sonic. They've not figured out how to do it correctly. It's always you let you go on a bounce pad and you just watch Sonic go fast. Yeah, everything yeah. I see I saw in this trailer <laughs> this, literally this looked stuff. like stuff they already have done in previous 3D games and it's like you can't just sprinkle that around haphazardly like it seems yeah. wandering. This like, was aimless. the most promising part. Again, I shouldn't Sonic be calling around. it out. There's a part when Sonic is running under a bridge going on the rails. I thought that part was solid. It seems like he can go in. But you do that in so many yeah. 3D Sonic games. You already go But on so rails. many of those are you. They're they're so linear. They're so like honestly, a lot of those Sonic 3D okay. games play themselves. Huber, they, it I, plays itself. I, the, here's the problem. Where's with the that, purpose though? of this game? Is my yeah. okay? You got you got to stop Eggman. Sorry, I guess don't reference this up. But like, <laughs> let me compare this to not the same scale, but mm-hmm. like ideology. Bowser's Fury. Oh yeah. Where densely packed. Yo, for, ever you're, that's expanding. your first problem right there is comparing Mario to Sonic. Okay, okay. <laughs> like I'm talking about unfair. Desi- I'm talking about design philosophy, <laughs> like platform design philosophy. Yeah. When you make a, you're, the larger you get an environment, the more you have to have to do in it that's meaningful, and there has to be like 
you feel like the player is achieving something. It's not just an <laughs> obstacle course where you just like go out. Like that's why it's called, called, that's why it's being called like a tech demo. It's because like. What am I doing? I just yeah. run around and go on rails and climb up stuff and like collect a few things. Like the like the hook to this is not clearly conveyed. Like think they of, have done a bad job of that. Think of yes. Odyssey and think of Bowser's Fury immediately within like the first like thirty seconds of showing it. Like you get it. It makes yeah. sense. It's, this is not clicking yet. You're, you're right yeah. there. Well, you're right, and, and my other one of my Fantastic. other issues is is it's like you have like Sonic is supposed to be about being fast. Yeah. And the scale of the world and the openness of the world makes it feel like when he's just running across a field and he's, he's not, not on a, on anything. Yeah. yeah, it just it just feels like a chore. It's just like okay, I, boost. I run, will boost, say though that run, when boost. he was going through the woods, it looked really the fun. woods. Yeah. The woods helps because you yeah. have something around you, yeah. but it, it still it feels it has sort of this aimlessness to it. And then the other thing that they did, which is a total disservice to anything they might have going on is the audio design on this trailer oh, is wow. Because they yeah. just have this slow Breath of the Wild style S- piano going on that is is just static, essentially, yeah. because like even when they cut to different scenes, like there's no break in the music. So like the music yeah. is not interacting. Yeah. And then to hear that piano and then have Sonic running around and then they have <laughs> bounce pads and, and and the ring sounds like none of it fits together tonally okay yeah yeah it is yeah there's there's there it's missing the connective tissue i will yeah, say that. exactly For, th- throughout Such story gameplay all of it long stretches of just this trailer of the sonic running through which is what nothing i want is. though i want it, it, there's like there's like landmarks but like what are you doing it's a switch game dude they can't okay. have that much okay. on screen okay. okay you, you gotta stop <laughs> using that you excuse <laughs> all right but i mean yeah again this looks like but, something but, but okay, wait to be fair wait wait i bring it back to xenoblade though i do bring it back to xenoblade <laughs> because because a lot of those big games don't have a lot of things in the environment but like when, Xenoblade, you're running through like a bear, like a, or, or Ease Nine okay, and all those games. You're going through these open fields, and there's not like even Tails didn't have a lot in the okay. environment. You're you're jumping Ease around Nine a lot of feels faster than this. You're jumping game. around a lot of different right things yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, Xenoblade has very unique handcrafted environments where you walk in a direction, you come across like interesting geography for sure. That immediately is like I found a cave. I'm going into like simple concept of a cave or so here's a rush like the exploration yeah. factor is is immediate. I think that's a little bit harder to do in a Sonic because of speed. Mm-hmm. You're going fast is a little bit harder to do yeah. that. So like they got to figure that out. So that's different. Like Tails games is more like you got a lot of combat situations in immediate like immediate fights and like yeah. that's the game. The name of the game is the combat in that. Like like you're this Sonic. You're just it going was, fast. Uh, no, it was and uh, what else are you doing? That's what I was thinking of. It was uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Those big open ugly environments. Everyone's praising that game. Come on. Oh god. <laughs> They're not that great of environments. I mean, it's like, talking, but you're talking about environments. Yeah. Like that's that's only part of the equation. It's but, like But you can have ugly environments, but, but you have stuff to do in them. It looks like there's stuff to do though. Every time in the trailer, okay. Sonic is coming up to that, a to a Mario 3D land type world type Huber. Come up to an there area, do a little puzzle. Nothing come in up, this in that list no. anything remotely like Mario. Come up, 3D. dude, there's there's question there's signs with question marks around little areas where Sonic has to solve a puzzle. What? I mean, the one puzzle that's we saw throughout is, the trailer. There's walk, ten of them. Walking on tiles. It's like there's the most, there's the most, one where he he spins runs around. The thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like Huber. The problem with this is, I, I, sorry, I can't put words to it, but like <laughs> this looks like a game that like if you're showing this off, I'm like this game's two years away. 
The fact that they're this game is scheduled for this year, there's like no yeah. way in hell this game is ready to come out. It's alarming. Like when you talk about it's yeah. alarming. Yeah. When you talk about those signs, you know the question mark signs. Yeah, I was literally like wondering if 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 they were like a mistake, <laughs> like Jeez. if they were actually supposed to Harsh. be in the demo because they <laughs> they look like a placeholder <laughs> asset to me. Oh I was like, is this a is this an error message? What is the <laughs> sign? Like. Like, the Sonic beatdown right now. Like Huber, a simple thing. Here's a simple yeah. thing: doing something like an immediate objective that unlock, like maybe changes the geography to make it yeah. av- available for you to like maybe get enough speed build up to make a jump over something to reach an area. Like simple progression concept. This is this wondrous, aimless wandering. <laughs> right. Aimless wandering is what I get from this, That's and it's fair. like this is the, this is your pitch. I'm sorry we're going around circles, but yeah. it looks like this is your pitch video for what the next song should be, not something was, that comes actually. out months before its release date. I bet it was the pitch. <laughs> I bet it was, dude. Oh, boy. I'm not kidding around. Oh, boy. Okay. High hopes. I still have high hopes. Ride that movie success all the way till that 8.0, baby. Right, Huber. Hey, 8.0. Sonic in Scotland is the next I, I'm terrified that... Sonic is just going to become more known for movies and games at some point in the future. I also I also hope, because I think Sonic is at his best when it is more focused and linear, I feel like there's some good opportunities to go indoors classic Sonic stages in this game. This feels like blood. This feels like the, all the stories we heard during N64 era of what games couldn't make the jump, like Metroid, oh, yeah. trying to solve that jump to 3D. Like yeah. Sonic 3D has been on rails for the most part with like yeah. a few exceptions of like running around hub environments and then you get on your course and you play it. They've just, I don't think they've solved it. And uh, this is not giving me a lot of faith that they've figured it out just yet. This looks like they're still, you know, spinning their gears and like, you know, like, all right, we have some ideas and we're just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. And like, I almost think this is like bait to get feedback to see like mm. what they want. And like, I want to be a lot of the they development, say this game is not coming out this year. A lot of the development discussions have been like looking into it. They were talking about that actually. Just like numerous play tests. So many. So, like the most play tests they've ever done for a game to get feedback, to get insight mm. so who knows yeah i have high hopes all right we'll see we will i i've I, I mean, never i'm rooting for I've, sonic i I've want ne- it to be good i've never but. hoped more in my life that you have been wrong damiani <laughs> never once this is the most i've ever wished you are wrong i hope so <laughs> i hope so all right we can uh, do it sonic and now a word from our sponsors Hey everybody, I'm out sick, but I'm still here to do the ad reads, <laughs> so please enjoy. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. I like to shop. I'm, I'm a person, I don't know, I shop a lot, probably more than I should, and Honey saves me money. Honey saves me money. Ah, I'm a little out of it because I'm sick. But uh, yeah, it's uh, great. It's a little browser plugin. It searches for promos and I use it anytime it's available. It'll just pop up and say, hey, you want to put a promo on this? Go for it. It's free. I'm sure the ad itself will get into that, but thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. 
Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is, a click, is click Apply Coupons. Wait for a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. It saved me money on shoes, bras, it probably saved me money on this bra, um, makeup, it pops up with all kinds of stuff. And there's this thing like reward cash that pops up, or reward points, not cash, but reward points that pops up uh, too if it doesn't have a coupon for that site. It's neat. Uh, I don't know. It's gr It's free. Just use it. It's free. It's easy. It's free. It's super easy. You just plug in the little, the little extension, and it goes. It does it. You don't even have to. You don't even have to do anything. It's. It's literally just do it. I don't see a downside. You know? Honey doesn't just work on desktop, by the way. It also works on an iPhone. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and give it a go. Save save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. I don't usually recommend things I don't use. I definitely use Honey, and I really like it. Saves you cash. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com dot com slash allies that's joinhoney.com slash allies honey like h-o-n-e-y m-o-n-e-y -E like uh never mind honey.com slash allies <laughs> go there no one likes waiting on a paycheck especially when you've got bills due good thing there's chime now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit that's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com slash allies. That's chime.com slash allies. It might be hard to understand my voice right now, so I'm going to spell it C-H-I-M as in Mary, E.com slash allies. It's very quick. Give it a shot. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Saying goodbye to high interest credit card debt is one of the first steps toward financial independence. But the interest month after month can feel like you're in a never-ending hamster wheel. That's where Upstart comes in. Upstart-powered personal loans can help you pay down high interest debt, all online with simple and easy to understand payment terms. Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. So rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. 
You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Don't wait to check your rate today at upstart.com slash easy allies. U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash easy allies. That's upstart.com slash easy allies to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash easy allies. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Uh, yeah, so before all of our Summer Game Fest stuff, they had Star Wars Celebration last week. Floodgates have been opened. Yeah, where, where they, they, they hoard their video game news. For the Keelys. They, so uh, we saw Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Not a lot of detail. No. Not much at all. Just a little CGTs. Little teaser. Yeah. yeah. So we got Cal Kestis back. Do we know who the Sith is? No. You don't know. We do not know. We know nothing. Don't let anyone tell you they know unless it's Respawn. We do not know. We definitely don't know who the guy in the tank is. We do not know. Also, you see this Sith in this trailer fighting with one arm. Mm. Is it by choice or not? We don't know. Yeah, it's not a fair fight. They fight with both hands. Yeah, just fighting with one. Also, when we see the character in the Bacta tank. Uh Mm Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Sephiroth? we only see one arm. Sephiroth? It's Sephiroth, yeah. No. You only, you Jedi also, Sephiroth? is the Bacta tank I, and the Sith the same character? Hmm. Are they the same? You only see the left I, arm both I, times. I, Why? Why do you only see their left arm both times? I don't think so. I don't so you think see so. left arm and then a person in the tank just left arm and you think it's two different people. I mean, you're, the guy in the tank you're just seeing from from that angle. Cool, He's cool, cool, the cool. other side of his body stiff obscured. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, because I feel like... I think it's the same. Because he's like... The the Sith is the narrator of the trailer. Yeah. And he's basically like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're all wiped out. You've got no one to lead. What's your next move, Jedi? And it seems to imply that the next move is the guy in the tank. Yeah. So who is the guy in the tank? What Who's is the Cal yeah. Kestis going after? Well, I think yeah. it's that Separatist uh, character saying uh, saying that, actually, the narration. I think it's that Frico. They're like Paul Paul Rons or whatever is their their uh, Star Wars name. I don't know if it's the same character from Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Looks identical to that character. Cannot confirm or deny. You let me know in the, the comments. The guy with the weird wrinkly face. Is yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. About. Yep, yep. So that that's not the Sith. You not the Sith. Okay. Not the Sith. But is no. this guy not a Sith then? I don't think he's a Sith. We don't know. We don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Because the, the, he looks way separate Cause he's from the, he's, because he's the guy that's like trying to get a hold of Cal. Yeah, so down, so we right? see so we see Sith Cal, Sith and Cal fight. Sith overpowers Cal. Cal drops his lightsaber. That character then opens a box, and it's that lightsaber. Okay. So it looks like Cal loses his lightsaber in a battle against a Sith. That's what it looked like to me in the trailer. Right. I don't know. Okay. Cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> I know it's just all speculation. Unless Respawn tells you. Yeah. No one else knows. Um, I did see that it was five years later. Yeah. Which puts it perfectly. Oh, I don't know the timeline, but yeah. Which puts it. Oh, here we go. Right up on Obi Wan. <laughs> right up on there. It just pushes right up on there. That synergy. Yep. Let's go. Calcestis live action. It's all I want. <laughs> you're 
replaying. I am. Fall in order now. Check out our uh, archives of those uh, streams. Yeah, we're doing a full playthrough. Oh, nice. About halfway through right now. How are you feeling about that? I'm actually liking it more this time around. Uh, it's right. been patched. Next-gen patch. 60 frames is so nice. Obviously, a lot of the bugs ironed out. You know, when I played it right at launch, it was a little buggy for me. And when I first played it, I was like, oh, it's really it's swimming in sevens for me. The original. I know it's probably a lot better than that, but... Just my experience when I first played it. I was like, it's good. A little rough around the edges. Enjoying it way more this time That's around. Good. Just overall way more. Uh, but it's just classic sequel syndrome where a sequel to Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor, can be better in Every freaking way. Yeah. yeah in that's every the, way. That's the thing. Like, and, I, was, oh. I was reading through the press release and it was like, you, oh. you don't really say anything. You're just like, oh, yeah, we can make this better and we can make that better and make this other thing better. Like, they don't really, like, give you anything, like, concrete to, to grab a hold of. All of it. Yeah. Like, RPG mechanics, combat, exploration, planets, everything can be so much better, like... Well, one of the main things was collectibles. They were pretty weak. You know, you can uh. go around the environment and get uh, different, just different colors for your ship and BD-1. Oh. And you can change the look of your lightsaber. And that's it, though. That's it? Okay. Yeah. So not very uh, meaningful. You can find, like, a couple things that'll raise your max health and force, and that's it, too. So nothing, you know, maybe a little lore here, but nothing, like, super deep or cool. It's mostly usually just, like, a text thing, too. You don't really, like, pick anything up and look at it. So just exploration and customization and all that stuff can be so massaged, so much better. Hmm. Hype. Yeah. You think, uh, yeah. I, I hope it leads into a live action something. Honestly, <laughs> I would love an overlap. I would love some overlap. Oh, either way, him either way, somewhere. something leads into Survivor somewhere or Survivor leads into something. Do it. Do it. Obi-Wan season Do it. two. <laughs> Obi-Wan season, season two. two. Obi-Wan the game launches season in 2023. They're, they're planning it. Yep. Game launches 2023. 2023, Obi-Wan season two. Let's go. Yep. They're planning it, Huber. Your dream's coming true. Yes. Yes. Will it, man? Yes. Yes. Uh, I was glad, like, EA has some, like... Sorry, this is EA, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, EA Respawn. Respawn. No, EA Respawn. Like, yeah. Who was it? Respawn? Yeah, yeah. Um, Stig, back to direct. Yeah, no, no EA player whatever this year when they pulled the that ripped that bandaid off, but yeah. like it still sounds like they've got like stuff that they're showing. Like they, right. they this dropped as part of that. Well, again, we got remember originally Fallen Order was announced by <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. sitting in, yeah. in the crowd Andrea right there because <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like Star Wars is once announced their stuff themselves. Yeah, yeah. So you know they don't care if EA has a press conference and like no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 you don't get to do all that yet. Yeah. We'll reveal it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hype. Can't wait. Cannot wait. I Pie in the Sky, never going to happen. Hmm? Light and dark side stuff. Oh. That'd be cool. Like, choices. Oh. That, uh, consequences. Yeah, nah, never. Don't think it's going to happen. That dates back all the way to Jedi Outcast or Academy or yeah. whatever. Well, KOTOR, like, obviously. Is. Well, this is before KOTOR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, in uh, Jedi Outcast, it, you couldn't. You couldn't. Kyle no. Katarn couldn't do dark, take dark. You yeah. could. You could level yeah. up, but the the, the campaign oh, would stay. Yeah. You, but, but what powers you chose? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It was like Paragon Renegade yeah, stuff and Mass yeah. Effect. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's where yeah, Mass Effect got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. like, would you want that stuff, or would you rather just have a set narrative? And um, I mean, you, you would have to have. Yeah, you would have to have just such a completely different game. Yeah. 
you'd, yeah. you'd have to have a blank slate kind yeah. of thing as the branching RPG. That Quantic Dream one is probably yeah, just that. Yeah, that's probably yeah. where you can see that. The one that's yeah. 10,000 years away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, because this is Cal's story, you know. Yeah, for sure. Pokemon so. also jumping in on the action. Damiani, we got a new trailer and a lot of more details on uh, Scarlet and Violet. Um, yeah, it feels like 10 years ago now that dropped. <laughs> right? Consider everything. Just like two days ago. Uh, yeah. I got a chance to uh, to watch it once, and I saw like I saw a bunch of stuff before, and then I checked it out. Finally, like sat down and got to watch it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's looking better. Still definitely running on a Switch. So. <laughs> right. But I've, I've heard, you know, people you know, saying it looks better than Arceus. It looks better. Yeah. I was about to say, it looks better than Arceus. It looks better optimized than Arceus. Um, the visual style yes. looks better than Sonic Frontiers, for sure. Just the style of it. Here you go. You yeah, know, it, like, lo- it, just, it pops. You know, it pops. Some rhyme and reason, a reason to it. Um, doing the same, they're doing the thing with the two different versions. They have, like, the different, tr- like, gym, tr- trainers that you're to come across again. Um, they, like, show it in, like, the beginning of the trailer. This, the one of the biggest things I saw people pretty positive about, uh, the customization op- options for your characters. Mm-hmm. They're offering a yeah. little bit more diversity. Like, congratulations, Nintendo, yeah. on stepping in the right direction, <laughs> the, finally. The fashion and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that they're, they're giving more options to help with representation there. Sweet. You know, still have a little bit more ways to go, mm-hmm. but I did see a lot of, like, happy people. Like, I finally can play as a character that I feel like represents me in this nice. game. So, good on that. Um, and well, then, and a good reason for that is they have four-player co-op. Yes. This time that around. was the big reveal. Big a deal. Four player co op with up to four players, and which I think is hilarious because they introduce it in the trailer with the weirdest <laughs> <Yeah>. quote: <laughs> "The power of science is amazing. <laughs> up to four of you can adventure together." And I'm like, "What does that have to do with science. the power of science, <laughs> science, dude?" But what's even funnier to me about it is after you see the players get together. Then they all run off in separate directions. Min-maxing, dude, going for the, I, the crypt, yeah. crypt path, the ending. I, I mean, this is something I've kind of, like, a lot of people have wanted for a long time, including myself, as someone who's now become more of a casual Pokemon fan, is that they've, they've teased it. Like, with Sword and Shields, with the, the raids and, and, mm. and the, the battles for that, it's like, can you expand upon this multi- like larger scale multiplayer. I mean, it's only four player, but it's bent more than two player, and it's more than just dueling someone or trading someone. And this is a natural, I hate to say it, evolution that should have been happening. And it's glad they're taking that step. The other cool thing about this trailer was the the reveal of the the the, the legendaries. They uh, mm-hmm. uh, don't know their names, obviously, because I'm terrible with names. Oh, but, name but, I, but, I didn't write them but, down but, either. But uh, but uh, race car. Dragon and uh, Jetpack Dragon. Um, right. But I actually, I was joking. I was like, it, it's a Bionis and Mechonis. It's like a mechanical looking dragon. And a, I mean, I know they're like vehicle theme, but one's like organic. I'm like, yo, this piggybacking on I the think Xenoblade both Chronicles. both of them end with Rhydon, which is hilarious. Probably. Uh, yeah. But I mean, they looked unique. I'll give them that. They showed off more of the starter three. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty cool little animations, like uh, the duck one, like doing its little like, like swooshing its hair, like, like so whipping sick. it with the water. Um, I can't believe this four player go up. That's really cool. Yeah, like the, yeah, sorry, but uh, it looked intriguing, and it, it gives me like a little bit more. It looks like it has more of the traditional stuff we're expecting out of a mainline Pokemon game because this is a Gen. But it Gen does 9. have a different thing here. So the more open structure, it says a world that you're free to explore at your leisure, 
and not in an order dictated by the story. So you will, of course, journey to hone your skills as a trainer, but many more discoveries and stories will await you. So, I mean, I haven't played Sword and Shield. I haven't. I don't know exactly so no, what they've they're, been they're doing, all, but Sword and Shield, I mean, had a path on it. Right. It was mostly following. It's just the 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 wild area, wild zone, or whatever it was called, was like the big thing. And it was like, oh, it's this giant open area in between like two of the major parts of the world or three of the parts of the world. This one. I imagine it's going to be more like there will be traditional things to go like a gym. There are going to be gym right. battles, but the order you take them in is completely up to you. Because Pokemon has never been about like the progression of the story is never about skill. It's never mattered what you've had in your lineup to go against the gym leaders. Like, oh, I got my starter six. I got six Pokemon. I'm going to be able to take them to the Elite Four. It doesn't matter. So either they're t- taking some of that to heart and to address it, it's like, well, what if we like. Instead of like, we're not going to go for a more difficult angle, but what if we give you flexibility and freedom? And mm-hmm. that you like, you're not going to start in this, like, it's not going to be a predictable formula anymore. You can go off and go this direction and see what's over here. And like, you learn like some of the story, like, you're going to get a different kind of like story progression if you go this way. It's all going to lead to the same place at the end. Do you think that there would be any sort of like difficulty scaling in that sense? Because I feel like with a linear progression, right? Like, if third gym. You know that that Pokemon trainers Pokemon are like level forty five or whatever, and then by the time you get there, you're level fifty five, and then you just steamroll them. But if you can go to anyone at any point in the okay. game, then they can't base that off okay. of a level. Well, right? the hope is okay. Here's a hope, an idea that I would like to see is that no matter where you go, what direction you go, everything starts scaling with you. Right. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah. So that like when you get to that gym yeah, leader, you can go in any order because it's going to scale. I don't think they're going to do that, but like scaling. I would love that. And also I'd love it if like the direction you go, it's like this region, like you're encountering this type of Pokemon, you're going to have a harder time over here if you don't have a certain Pokemon in your composition oh, sure. to deal with this. Like, that's like one of the most basic kind of pushbacks of an open world game is like you're not maybe not ready for this or you are but like you don't have the right things like just think a little bit those are two things people have been asking is to please make Pokemon composition a little bit more important to advancing in the game so it's not just steamrolling through Mm -hmm. your starter six and also with this like having like also breaking up like the linear nature and like I go here maybe I backtrack here but you have like a more of an open progression, like which was what Arceus teased. So it's like, how do you bring those two together? Yeah. And hopefully they, you know, they're taking some of the ideas from Arceus and taking some of the mainline. And this is kind of like that fusion of that that everyone's hoping for. So I, I'm optimistic from what I what I've seen, but I mean, I still feel like I need to see more. And also, even though it looks better in Arceus, I mean, again, I I, I defend I will defend Nintendo on a lot of things with their graphics and their their aesthetics, but. We are getting to a point where it's like these games are starting to show sure. their like the, the age of that hardware for sure. I, I think it's this, I think yeah. the footage they've shown so far does a better job of making the limitations look good rather than like first thing you see and it's like whoa that texture you know yeah mm-hmm. I mean there are some cool things like those like the Pokemon like. I don't know if they're Pokemon centers, but like the, yeah, the weird cool. things now. Gas stations. Gas stations. Yeah. But like you see like ads on them, and like one of them, like I saw someone point out on Twitter that there's like one of them's for flight service. So is there going to be flying in, like you to fly in this? Like, not mm. just Pokemon flying, but like will you travel Ooh. like on a plane or something? It's like there's so many possibilities here, but I, I'm more inclined to give uh, Game Freak a little bit more leeway because they've been mostly rightfully so, so have been like, you know, 
kind of been like raked over the coals for yeah. their efforts in the past. But I think starting with Arceus, they showed we are willing to try and take some chances. And now with Scarlet and Violet, it's like maybe they're trying some new stuff. So like, let me give them a little bit of a benefit of doubt here and like see how this plays out. Yeah. Uh, some other little tidbits. Uh, this is the first time, apparently, where they've had separate professors. Sorry, that's what I was. Professors, not trainers. The yeah, for, versions. for yeah. each version. Yes, so sorry. That was uh, it. Sada and Turo. Thank you. Thank you for that correction. Um, yeah. Who people have already been, like, thirsting over. Those uh, legendaries were called Koraiden and Miraiden. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Undertale's Toby Fox oh, yeah. wrote the field theme, uh, which he basically just like he wrote the you know the the melody, the theme itself, right. and then Game Freak composers took it and you know arranged it and implemented it in different parts of the game. That's pretty cool, actually. That is. He he's also did something else for Nintendo or something recently. I think he did a something in Smash, like a track he contributed. Yeah, yeah, um, something high profile. And then uh, not related to Scarlet and Violet itself, but um, oh, yeah. Junichi uh, Masuda has left Game Freak. He was the managing director and one of the founding members of the company, mm-hmm. but he hasn't gone far. Yeah. He will now be the create the chief creative fellow at the Pokemon Company. The Miyamoto of the Pokemon Company. Wow. I hope to transcend the boundaries of video games. <laughs> what? It means <laughs> I'm going to be working on more than just yeah. games. He's going to be working on Pokemon life, outside of just the games, yeah. So this was kind of expected because he kind right. of stepped back a while ago. Uh, you know, this was an expected move. Hmm. But, I mean, it's kind of like bittersweet because we have Masuda's changing of the guard here with the Pokemon at Game Freak. Um, uh, uh, Shinji Hashimoto recently. Yeah, from, got that coming up, yeah. Yeah, Square Enix um, just uh, retired. Rightfully so, uh, was in charge of Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts, and those have since been passed on. Uh, Kitase, a long, you know, Final Fantasy VII remake uh, producer, um, and helming that project is now in charge of like Final Fantasy, and I forget Sick. who's in charge of Kingdom Hearts. I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah, it's like a changing of the guard, and I think some of this is coming out in like the changes you're seeing in these games. It's like always. Nice to have like the veterans there, but sometimes you do need like you know new ideas, like new you new blood to come in and kind of like help out with uh, pushing your company forward into yeah. like for new generations. Fresh eyes, yeah. mm-hmm. Stringer Bell. <laughs> Fresh eyes. <laughs> the power of science is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> also, this week, uh, the next Dragon Age has a name. Dad. Dragon Age Dreadwolf, which is dad. Yep, dad memes it. incoming. Uh, and Bioware confirmed it. It will not be releasing this year. All right. Uh, Super Nintendo World will open at Universal Studios Hollywood in early 2023. Yo, blood, get us those codes. Are you day <laughs> one? Those are the most important. Are you day codes? one, yes. dude? They Please. released a quick trailer of the Mario Kart ride. We need. We Spoilers. Need. I can't watch that. We, yeah, not watch that yeah. shit. Hell no. I don't okay. want to know the turns. Yeah, no way. I want to be surprised. No way. <laughs> oh no, it's real quick. And they say that uh, it it'll it can change each time you ride. It might be a that's, little different. That's perfect. By the can way. I throw an actual shell? An AR. I it's, think so. It's AR. Yeah, so you have, yeah. you have yeah. these visors on. Yeah, it's AR. 
So you're like in the real world, real props are happening, but like, then you also have animation on. Don't worry, it's like yeah. Transformers, you know, two point but better. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Uh, and we're announcing it now. Uh, Easy Allies, whatever anniversary yeah. event next year at this place. <laughs> yep. Meet up Mario right, World. Meet, meet up at that, Mario World. Yeah. Absolutely happening. One hundred percent. We're coming now. dressed as Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Rival. Yeah. Come right now. <laughs> Dressed as Sonic, and uh, yeah, I meant to say, make your reservations now because that's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Let's go. This is wild. Blitzball from Final Fantasy X is now a canonical sport in the Star Wars universe. Thanks, Will someone explain that to me? Thanks to a reference in the yeah. novel Star Wars Brotherhood. Yeah, like the writer is like a big fan of it. Of so they 10? Put, they put, I don't even know if he's a big fan. It sounded like almost like he just heard about it from a friend and decided that sounds oh, really? cool. I like hockey. Like, oh, I don't. Know, I don't know the whole story. It's yeah, strange. it's so strange. Uh, yeah, it's just like it's a nod. Yeah, and yeah. even though it's like canon, it's like you know, Square Enix just be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, because the, the book is about Anakin and Obi Wan, but I don't think that they're even involved playing Blitzball. I think the Blitzball is just Anakin Obi Wan playing Blitzball. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, got, dude. I, Kingdom I Hearts. No, no, no. Forget Kingdom Hearts. Uh, in the uh, uh, spoilers, but in the uh, future of uh, Final Fantasy X lore, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. The not, not as many people know, mm-hmm. uh, Titus got blown up by kicking a Blitzball that was the bomb. So maybe Anakin getting retconny clicked. He to kick Obi-Wan and him were playing. I got the high ground, Anakin. He tried to kick the blitz ball and he blows up. <laughs> That's why he became Darth Vader. Oh my God. <laughs> Instead of like trying to go for the high ground, there's a friendly blitz ball match. <laughs> you were getting like blown out. Just like, ah. <laughs> Bad man to watch. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, lots of events happening that we we just aren't able to cover or, or don't have the the expertise in sometimes. But uh, Warhammer Skulls was this week, uh, which showcased many many things happening always, with always. Warhammer in Dude, in video games. The way Blower said many many things reminded me of Police Academy. Many, it's, many, the, 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 it's <laughs> overwhelming. Many many many. <laughs> it is, there's an overwhelming number of Warhammer games from the showcase. Uh, Dark Tide got a cinematic trailer. Space Marine Two got a dev diary, and then they reveal Bolt Gun, which follows up uh, the recent like retro FPS trend. Yeah, looks really good for Bolt the Gun. Franchise. Looks sick. Yeah, yeah. probably Bolt the most intriguing thing they showed. Yeah, big time, for me, dude. Sign like me. me up for Bolt Gun. Yeah, uh, Konami, Konami. Oh yeah, announced and launched a new game this week. Oh yeah, Frogger and the Rumbling Ruins for Apple Arcade. <laughs> Awesome. An exploration puzzle game, kind of Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider themed. Uh, gameplay does kind of remind me of like Lara Croft Go or Monument Valley okay. style of thing. Yeah, like not exactly, but you know, if you're into those things, you'd probably be into this Frogger yeah, game. It's not NFTs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> uh, as Damiani mentioned, uh, Shinji Hashimoto is retiring from Square Enix. Among uh, other responsibilities, he has been the brand manager for Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. Uh, but his farewell fa- uh, farewell message is super jolly. Um, he said he'll still be attending lots of events, and he invited fans to come up and ask for photos. Yeah, he also I think he also said he's like happy to finally play the games, continue playing the games as a fan too. Yeah, so it's like yeah, I love that. Nice. Don't nod entertainment is now don't nod. Don't nod. Two separate words. The apostrophe is there now. Blood, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. Finish your thing. I'll tell you why I'm nervous. Yeah, so they've confirmed they have six internal I'm titles nervous. in development. Uh, currently 320 developers on staff. 
Uh, and if you want to know some of the, the weird marketing things that go into this name and logo change, don't nod is two words to represent our tendency to be non-conventional as a company <laughs> and the games that we create. As in, we don't nod along to everyone else's tune. The D is shattered and the N appears within it, signifying that we are not afraid to break the mold. Whoa. Edgy. Don't not get an edgy. <laughs> so why are you worried? I'm like the six games at the same time thing. I, I, I'm ge- I'm getting Telltale flashbacks, but or their frog uh, management style. No, I'm getting Telltale flashbacks. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. There's Thanks too much think. going on. Oh, I get nervous I heard, when oh, there's yeah. all these projects. You know, their name change. All of a sudden, they're blowing up, expanding, getting huge. Like. If the Montreal studio in addition to Paris. Hey. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm getting nervous that like will like I fell in love with Life is Strange because it felt like this intimate, small scale personal thing and I, I get nervous when it gets more corporate, you know? And and a studio growing and growing and growing and getting huge like yeah. they're publishing now too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Coming, so I hope they don't lose that. Yeah. Uh, so you're worried they're selling out? All right. <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe Not the, selling out maybe, necessarily. Maybe they'll become the new Devolver Digital. It, it's, yeah. it is interesting to me because... Turn out okay for Devolver. As you're talking about you know, the small scale, Yeah. Like I don't feel like their games have blown up outside of Life is Strange. Yeah. Right? Life is Strange is the thing that people know don't nod for, and they've done a lot of other projects, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like Twin Mirror... Vampire, like, remember me? Yeah, Vampire, remember me was was back earlier with Capcom, mm-hmm. but it oh my God. it still feels like they're all still kind of on the same level. Definitely, There's some increase in production value in Chuan Mir. Yeah, doesn't resonate as strongly as Life is Strange. Yeah, but it's not like oh, we're this giant AAA studio now. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I just I get worried because it's like you know I want. All the focus on on one game rather than we're making six games. You know, mm-hmm. just as a consumer, I feel yeah. like that. And it also seems like they stepped away from Life is Strange. Let's go and yeah. do that. It's yeah. like, are they, are they even? Is one of those six games even Life is Strange? Like, maybe not. Probably not. Bloodworth. I'm right. a, I'm nervous about that. But it's a studio I love, and it's just a little apprehension because I went through it with Telltale. You know, they just did too many things and you saw it in real time, Damiani. You saw the quality suffer. Right. Because there was too much. I will say the difference is Telltale, like, they would have, like, six games, like, running at the same time, (laughs) like, (laughs) releasing episodes all, like, in cycles and it was craziness. It's a very different thing to say, like, you have six games in development. But even... Two of those games might be nearly done. Another one might still be like we're, you know, working with white boxes and trying to figure yeah. out the gameplay. So, but even you know, we lived through it with Life is Strange Two Blood. That was d- a different time, of course. Yeah. But like they struggled to put that one thing out in a timely manner. So, for sure, little little nervousness, but optimistic because it's Don't Nod and I love them. The Kirby 64 glitch that we brought up last week has been fixed. Kirby no longer gets locked in a stun animation while underwater. So it's hilarious. It is. It, I mean, yeah, it's frustrating that 
the N64 emulation has like continually been running into these issues, but it's at least encouraging that they fixed it. They're responding and they're fixing these things. Yeah, yeah. Pe- some like of them are quicker than that? others. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, and finally, uh, Will Arnett <laughs> will star as Sweet Tooth in the Twisted Metal TV show on Peacock. And it will also star Anthony Mackie, Stephanie Beatrix, Thomas Hayden Church, and Nave Campbell. As, and it has Cobra Kai's Michael Jonathan Smith as the showrunner. There you go. What is this And show? unless Brad was lying to my face, Samoa Joe is playing Sweet Tooth as, like, body. Will Arnett's doing the voice. Unless Brad was just f- effing with me like he does. <laughs> but he told me Samoa Joe was the body of Sweet Tooth. Wow. Is that in there or no? I didn't see it. It was, it was but... Brad probably just trolling me, too. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh... Hype, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the the anytime it sounds encouraging for something I had no interest in before today. Yeah, yeah. Any anytime a video game adaptation is announced, my expectations are so low that if it's bad, it doesn't affect me at all. And if it's good, then it makes my life a little the, better. The thing that's weird is like I just I don't. Where do you? What do you do with this franchise? Well, there's so dude because because to me, not as an insult. Yeah. Right. But as a description, yeah. Twisted Metal's aesthetic, yeah, is a dumpster fire. <laughs> That's what the visual palette is going for. Yeah, yeah I guess it's so. Metal I guess so. And fire and smoke. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really funny. Uh, I will say the Twisted Metal lore is phenomenal. I, I think of Twisted Metal Black often, and anytime you would beat a character's campaign, you would be rewarded with that character's cinematic cutscene. Mm-hmm. And so many of these characters' stories are just awesome. They're they're dark or gritty or just funny or interesting. Like a lot of them are really really good. So the foundation of like all those characters' foundations are a good starting point for for a show, a narrative, so there's potential, but I'm not getting my hopes up. Yeah, Huber, uh, Brad wasn't fucking with you. That's real. Yes! (laughs) Somebody is getting muscle bustered for sure. Mark my words. He, like, picks them up like this and then drops, and it's cool. It's cool. (laughs) It's going down. Samoa Joe. It's time for love and respect. Love and respect. respect from Zach. Zach. And apologies if we go through these a little quicker because it, it's, it's almost midnight, so we need to step up the pace a little bit. Uh, hey, allies. Uh, this is a question aimed primarily at Huber. Yo. I encourage anyone on the panel to chime in. If Resident Evil 9 was going to return to focus on co-op, which two existing RE characters would you like to see Star in it as partners. I'm thinking main characters that haven't been featured side by side yet, like Jill and Leon or Claire and Jill, are obvious selections. But who would you love to see in a team up for the next Resident Evil title? Can I do four people? Yeah, sure. It's your I want, question. I want, yeah, it's I, want, I trust you, Huber. I want Jill and Chris, and I want Leon and Claire. Oh, the OGs. All right. 
the OGs. So you don't want a different, yeah. So you don't trust you. you don't want to pair up. Yeah, people have like, money together. It, it's yeah. a it's a tricky situation because they tried to Avengers assemble in Resident Evil Six, and we all know what happened there. We still have yet to have a triumphant assembling of some Resident Evil legends. Mm-hmm. It's been so long since Chris and Jill have been like partnered up. You know, we had Revelations one, of course, but like mainline. But then that's pretty hype too. Like Claire and Jill would be so sick. Oh, it's a tough question. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my final answer. The original Chris and and Jill. Any and um, because I think the narrative too, it it would be Jill's return. Chris dealing with all his village fallout and stuff. It would just be good drama there. Dumb Annie. The defaulted to Huber there. I trusted. Huber for the What bonds. do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I mean, the only character I'd like to see come back that hasn't is just to have like Sheva. Sheva, come back. dude, you gotta oh, bring her back. Like, we haven't seen Sheva, so it's like, can you just bring Sheva back? Please, just yeah. bring her back at least for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it was just one chapter, man. Please. Just one chapter. We just have some closure there. Yeah. Yeah. Begging for it. Thanks for saying that, Damiani. I'll, I'll, I'll go unhinged. <laughs> oh, okay. Leon and Wesker. Dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. I love it. I and, and and I think to me the most interesting part of that is whatever scenario could put them in that situation <laughs> and they have so to work together. Like, yeah. What if it's like an uneasy co-op where I like actually could backstab you, like two player, where like there's actually benefit where if like in a situation I could kill you and like I get a bonus that to my Barry and work Alex online. Wesker. An online mode where, like, to where there's like HUD elements that one person sees that the other person doesn't. Well, one know? of my favorite things in Revelations 2 Bloodworth is one character can see invisible enemies and has to point to them. Right. And the oh, other person yeah. has to shoot the invisible enemy. I love oh, crap, that. I forgot about that. Oh, it's one of my favorite oh, co op things. God. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. From JG. Hey, allies. I love playing classic and older games. Since I was born in 2001, I have a lot to catch up on. Throughout the years, I've been playing many all-time classics and loving it. I have come across a problem, though. Uh, I want to play more Final Fantasy games, but I can't stand random turn-based encounters. Uh Just to be clear, I have nothing against turn-based battles. I played 100 hours of Persona 5, but when they appear randomly and are combined with maze-like level design, I can't deal with it. Tried playing Final Fantasy 7 before the remake came out, but I didn't finish it, despite really liking the story. Is this a strange complaint? No. No. Does not growing up with certain games impact your ability to enjoy them? Yes. And can you recommend any Final Fantasy games I might like? I only played Remake, which I thought was absolutely incredible. All right. So, yeah, you're right, Huber. I think having played through them and lived through them, you have a little bit more of a tolerance for it. Um, But you also definitely appreciate the predicament they're in. There exist several versions of those retro games that have the ability to turn off random encounters. Yeah, like Final Fantasy VII f- is an example of one where you could just literally, um, on the newer versions, I think like the PlayStation version, you can speed up, turn off random encounters, and like give yourself like infinite health or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Steam version I, even has I, a save I think file. Those too. Yeah, say the Steam version even has like a save file editor thing, which just locks you out of trophies. But if you don't care about achievements, but whatever they're, uh, if you don't want that stuff, I mean, you could do whatever you want. Um, yeah, they they definitely had that. Now the, the Pixel remasters don't have that, but I mean, you know, you can modify them if you want. Mm-hmm. But I would look, do some research, look at the more recent re-release, mm-hmm. like twelve versions. and ten remasters. Can you? 
Those like full budget 10 and 12 remaster. Final 10 and Fantasy 10, 2. 10, 10, 2 does not, as far as I remember, doesn't have a turn off mm. random encounter. If it did, I just didn't use it because I'm just so used to that game. And then 12, you see the enemies. Yeah, 12 is different. 12, them. you yeah. see the enemies. Yeah, right. Like 12 onward, yeah. it's not an issue. But yeah, like same every, thing with like the newer Dragon Quest. 10 stuff. before, it's going to be a thing. And mm. I think. There has to exist probably a version of like nine, eight, oh, eight remasters. Imagine eight remaster, seven, and then some versions of like maybe the older ones have no encounters. Hmm. But if not, if you really want to go away, as long as you buy a copy of the game, like find a way to play it on your PC, and you could obviously use a code or something that disables random encounters. Like you can literally just get a, a, I mean, you get a game genie if you still can find a working one and like (laughs) disable random encounters. But I mean, but obviously, if you're not fighting enemies at the same time, you're not, you know, getting a well. There's a way to sometimes. One of the things I got uh, for the pixel remaster was a way to modify the random encounter rate. You can make it less or more frequent. That's good. And that was a nice. No, Pixel Remaster? That's a thing I got for the Pixel okay. Remaster. That's not part of it. Got it, got it. Unaffiliated. But, I mean, that's how easy it is if you have access to... Like, these games will run on anything. Like a laptop. Like a low-end laptop these games will run on. So, as long as you have access to a PC, they're very easy yeah. ways to play these with modified encounter rates. But it would be nice if they actually took this into consideration for all yeah. versions of their games. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely... It's not just you. It was annoying when they came out. Yep, yep. You know, I kid, think yep. saying tolerance is, is is the word for it, yes. and it may just be a matter of trying to build up that tolerance. You know, because it's 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 hard because like yeah, we can f- you know find the spots here and there where a game might work for you, but it's just it was just such a template for so many RPGs. So it's like. If you're going to want to go back and play old Dragon Quest, if you're wanting to go back and play Fantasy Stars, it's just so many games, you know, that it was like when Chrono Trigger came along and it's like, you can see the enemies. Yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah. Dragon Quest say it's my favorite JRPG, and that's later, man. That's PS2. Yeah. Still randomly, you know, just yeah. blah, battle. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, Skies Arcade, even at, like the GameCube version that came Skies. out later after Dreamcast version, purposely had to tone down. That so even the developers even there, were like, aware, yeah, I and felt it as a dude. It Skies of Arcadia, starting that game. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Some retro RPGs oh. have items that you can get that like reduce encounter yep. rates. Like Pokemon has repel, so yep. if you use a repel for a while, and it'll tell you when it wears off. So if you just want to go through like that's one of the things going through a cave and exploring. It's like I don't really want to fight all this stuff. Can I just peacefully walk around? It's here? the worst when you're lost. Yes. It truly no. is. When you are lost in a dungeon and you are just random battle, random battle, random battle, can't get to a save spot, yep. lose your way, Yep. top three gaming nightmares. And um. those old ones were designed to do that to you, especially <laughs> yeah. in those later dungeons, You want to go back? Um, yeah, I have less experience with like the broader scope of like the PC RPGs. Um, but going back to, to Legacy of the Ancients. Hell yeah, I knew you were going to say it. You know, it, <laughs> what's interesting with that is when you're in the overworld and you sort of have a random encounter, it's not it's not like the Final Fantasy style where it's like, and then you get the battle screen. It's You would, you would get like a notification. It's like, there's something approaching from the north. I love it. And could you back up? You could back away? And then you away? could try to back away, nice. you know, try to move in a different direction to try nice. to avoid it, you know. Tight. Tight. Um, 
but like to not know, always successful. Would you like to know one of the earliest games that showed you enemies on screen? I would and love it, to. It wasn't yeah. turn-based battle, but like it was essentially like an overworld map. One hundred percent. And instead of just blatantly random encounters, things would spawn. You, had, it was, you could run into them. There was random what would spawn to an extent. Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. You walk out on that oh, world right. map. Yeah. Those mob things would spawn. You walk into them. You get to an encounter. It like transition to an encounter. Very Real cool. time yeah. combat. But very cool. Very cool. Absolutely. Some good lore there. Good trivia. Yeah. Uh, from Brandon K. Gann. Uh, hello, everyone. I have a two part question for you all this week, and I, I've, I've skipped parts of it just for for time. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Summer Game Fest and the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, which are you looking forward to more? This isn't to imply you are not looking forward to both. I'm just curious which of the two you have more anticipation for. Personally, I'm more intrigued with Summer Game Fest because of the potential of major third-party news, though Xbox and Bethesda should be pretty heavy with the first-party focus, particularly with Starfield. And then second part, what games are you hoping to see regardless of where? More hype for Keeley's because it's Keeley and it's more more possibilities, you know? Mm. Um, I will say that... Yeah, I mean, although obviously Xbox has like a lot to prove and like Definitely. a lot of first party to show off. Yeah, they have been so much really been... good about showing third party stuff in the past. Yeah, just after the delays, I guess too from them, I'm just a little more on the the Keeley train right now, just because of the Bethesda. But you know, Bethesda delaying stuff. You know, if we were if we were gonna get like Redfall this year or something, I'd be like, yeah. Mm. But just knowing that stuff is far away. Yeah, I want to see if Keeley's got anything close up, and I know for a fact. Don't you lie to me, Jeff. I know you got turtles. I know it. I know it in my bones. Shredder's Revenge. I baby. know it. He's going to release that. Keely is going to be the one to push the button for it to release. He's <laughs> 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 right. He's on the store now. Something I want to see Village DLC. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my concern with Microsoft is while they might have a lot, like, hey, that you are right. They've done a very good job of showing third party games. I think. They need to show off first party stuff. That's like we know you can show off good third party stuff, but like, what do you got in your stuff? Um, my concern is that everything is gonna be super far out. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. gonna be seeing. We're gonna out. see a lot of announcements. We're, we're gonna see stuff that's like 2023, right. 2024, yeah. or even beyond. Yeah. And it's like, great. Um, this is gonna be a while, so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to be. It's exciting in the moment, and it like wears off. Whereas there's more potential, I think, at Keeley's event for something to be announced that's within like the next six to twelve months yep. max yep. that we might not know about. That could be exciting potentially. And like I said, Village DLC could be one. Um, I still think there's potential for, uh, and they might do it at their own event. But like Keeley might have scooped up maybe like a FS7 remake teaser, part two teaser or something. Like <laughs> that's what I want to see over the next. I mean, don't. At something in this month, I want to see a teaser for yeah. FSM Remake 2. It's like, besides 16, it was like the next thing I wanted the most to see, like yeah. from this stuff that we know about. Hell yeah. Or assumed we know about, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm more curious about Summer Game Fest just in that sense of, you know, like you're saying, like you don't, you don't really know what could be there. You know, just like anything could Last be there. Last of Us. You know, it's like, there could be an Xbox thing there, right? There yeah. could be a Sony thing there. There could be a Nintendo thing there. It just really, yeah, they could. Yeah. You know, be, the 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 door is just wide open, yeah. and so it's 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 very interesting to see what he could do. Um, but you know, like I was saying, like Xbox has been doing right by Bandai Namco the past two years, so it's like 
if there's more Elden Ring stuff, it could show up there. You know, if there's another, you know, from software game from like a B team that's going in a different direction like Sekiro, it could be there. You know, it, another, uh, you know, they had the Tales game was at Xbox as well. Yeah. There's just like a whole lot of different things, you know, different partners um, that Xbox will just sometimes they'll they'll jump in there and, and they'll get it. Uh, but I definitely echo your your frustration where it's like Xbox, you just you got to stop showing us trailers for things that don't exist. <laughs> it's just like here's a really cool idea we had. Yeah, maybe one day we'll figure Thank out you. what it is. Thank you. What mm-hmm. we've had too many announcements that have like either they're now intangible or behind the scenes development troubles have ensured they're nowhere near release. Yeah. Uh, Perfect Dark, like that's one of them. But like you know, rares. Uh, the idol, whatever, yeah, one. Which well, is even like, Fable, you know, and Fable, like, yeah, another one. I, I trust Playground Games so much to make a great game, but where, what, what, where, what is yeah. that Fable game going to yeah. be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many things they could have. It's just showing off something that's just more tangible, like defined, like gameplay. Here's real gameplay, and here's a release date. It's like it seems to be so elusive. Like, I mean, and they just went through with like with the situation with Halo, like. You know, having to delay that and push that and, like, still having the troubles there with that. And that's one of their premier flagship titles. The pre- oh, it's like still not out. Yeah, it's like, I think the one that they, unless I'm wrong, that they got the most right was the most recent Forza Horizon. Like, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm IGN's saying. Playground has been here. solid. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, aside from that and maybe one other I'm forgetting, like, yeah, it's just so and Gears, Gears is solid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe we see new Gears. You know, that could be hype. I mean, there's yeah. lots of stuff I'd love to see from them. It's just like... Will they actually show up, and will it be something that, like, yeah. it's not just, here's a teaser CG thing, but thanks for watching. It's like, yeah. Okay. Hopefully Hellblade. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, but again, speaking of things that, Where's that we got shown before they existed. Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> I think Hellblade. We got, we got a teaser for Hellblade, yeah. and then, like, a year and a half later, they're like, we're going out and recording audio yeah. and stuff. I'm like, what? I think that game is so much different than it was originally going to be. Yeah. Like, I want to see Hellblade 2 on, like, month one versus now. Like, what? It, how different <laughs> it was the idea for this game. Love Hellblade. Hopefully we see it. Yeah. And there's got there's got to be a tipping point. They bought so many studios. There's got to be yeah. a tipping point. Yeah. When, They'll have their when year. When this lineup starts to actually materialize. Yeah. It starts to feel like an ongoing lineup. Yeah. And we don't see things that are a million years away. It'll happen. We'll get there. That that They'll... they'll Tortoise in the hair, right? <laughs> They'll get there. All right. It's time for bets. This week's bet. As we've mentioned several times, next week is Summer Game Fest, officially. Jeff Keighley will be debuting, premiering, and showcasing dozens of games in his kickoff event. Dozens. And, and of course, one of our favorite types of reveals is the Shadow Drop. When a game without a release date is announced to be suddenly available today so friends i ask you how many shadow drops will occur during the official main run of the summer summer game fest kickoff no pre-show no day of the devs just the main event huber i did four over two which equals two two because remake four i was i was just thinking about okay. remake four all right. <laughs> all right that's it but i didn't want to say four i wanted to say two okay so I did a little little division there. Okay. Okay. Damiani. I went with three. Ooh. Prime number. That's 
my explanation. <laughs> Not really. I just made it up. <laughs> Prime, dude. Don. Uh, I didn't listen to the details for some reason. I thought I didn't realize it was only that first section. So I actually went with something a little higher than I would have, but I went with four. Nice. Four. Yeah. Dude. Oof. We did one and we got the yeah. two, three, four. I went with six. Oh. oh. Shout out Drop City. Shout out Drop City. Here we Drop go. Uh, now, Don. Does Shit. the Resident Evil 237 next gen patch count as a, a shadow patch drop? Is not, no. Okay. Yeah. Just be clear. Yeah, like that Horizon patch. Okay. Like, no. Want to be clear. You got it. Because if they show it, it, they're like, out now! You've got to at least be like on the level of an expansion. Okay. Right? Okay. Don't just throw me some hats hey. and say it's a shadow. Horizon game. said it was a major <laughs> update. <laughs> Massive expansion. Massive Sunbreak. Expansion. <laughs> I mean, New Game Plus is nice. There's some other features in there that are nice. It's not, not a shadow Massive drop. Come on. That is my favorite thing, dude. Massive expansion. I hope they do that for DLC or for Village. Yeah, I right. hope so too. No. Massive expansion. Let me, let me get this out of the way because we're in a unique situation here. Don is not on either team. Mm. Ah. So I'm going to count Don as a wild card. So Don, if you win, you'll get to choose which team your point goes to. Sick. Nice. However, that doesn't make you part of that team. Dope. If you get in this position again, you can choose somebody else. Um, A lot of power, a lot of responsibility. However you use that power is up to you. You need to win that point before you can decide. I gotta win first. (laughs) All right, last week's bet. This this was this was hilarious. This is hilarious. Diablo Immortal comes out or came out this week. Wait, it's out. It's out. It actually came out a day early. Whoa! Uh, It's supposed to come out today. Uh, Before this podcast started, right right when we were getting ready. I checked the game's profile on the Google Play Store and looked at the reviews. I wanted to know the difference between the number of five-star reviews and the number of one-star reviews. I love this. So you subtract whichever one's this, smaller from whichever one's this bigger. This is a good bet. <laughs> and for fun, uh, we also just guessed like which would be higher, the five-stars okay. or the one-stars, okay. right? So... <laughs> Brad bet the difference would be 150. 150. And there would be more one stars. Of course. Ben bet 437. And that there are five stars would be greater. Whoa. Isla bet 666 to honor Diablo. Nice. Betting five stars would be greater. Whoa. And I bet 22,221. And I said the one stars would be greater. When I checked, there were over 200,000. 200,000 that fast? I'm going to click on it again. I want to see what it's up to now. Holy cow. 210,000 now. So my number is going to be a bit skewed, but not by much. Wow. The five star reviews, 158,023 when I checked. That's a big, that's big. The one star... 13,615. Wow. None of us were even in the ballpark. The difference is 144,408. In favor of five stars. In favor of five stars. Wow. 
Uh, first day reviews, though. So, you know, who knows if the longevity is there, but yeah. first impressions. Wow. Uh, so since I was the only one that was even in the thousands, yeah. <laughs> I won that bet. Uh, bringing the scores to Massive Chubs, 10. Splish. Melodorous Sea Lions, 9. <laughs> Let me tell you about Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Uh, Patreon is uh, how we are supported. It is how we are able to do all the stuff. That's how we're funded. Uh, it's how we have some people watching this live right now at midnight. If there's anyone left in that chat, <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a tier where you get to watch this thing as we record it. Whenever we get around to that, uh, usually it's around 5:30 on Thursdays. Sometimes when it's summer game fest time, things happen. Yeah. We got to shoot a betting special. You know, that's life. Uh, but there are uh, lower tiers as well. Uh, anything that you can pitch in. A uh, dollar will get you an extended version of this podcast. It's also ad-free. And uh, it'll also get you fast and loose once every month. And then at $5, you get this podcast early. You also get spoiler modes and trash babies. And lots of ways to participate, including love and respect. Uh, but yeah, it just bears repeating that this is how we do everything. Uh, if you like Easy Allies, Jump in there, get involved, support us, uh, and keep all of this going. Uh, and in the tip top, uh, the, hi- the highest three tiers, we give shout-outs every month. And this month's shout-outs are Javawabs, Elthanis, Greg, the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb, Togi Crawford, Nick, and Anna Croft. Shout-out! Since I won that bet, I get to promote any Easy Allies video I'd like to promote. I get to, the final word on anything I've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in my head. And I get to sign off with my trademark sign-off. Uh, I'm going to promote that that betting special again. Uh, honestly, it, it kind of came up on us out of nowhere last week. I was like, uh, Don, are we working on a betting special? And so, big shout out to Don and to Huber uh, for working on that and uh, trying to get that together. Also, to to chat in Don's hangout for submitting a bunch of things. Uh, yes, that was that was a fun time, fun way to to get some some ideas and some some blood moving. Uh, and then, final word. That Sonic gameplay was sleepy, man. <laughs> Huber, I'm sorry. <laughs> I understand the desire to go open world, to have Sonic have a, another chance and a fresh start. It ain't there yet. It's not there yet. I don't, I don't know how it's going to get there based on what I'm looking at. So hopefully we get a, a better look at it sometime soon. And we'll see you before the next Blood Moon Rises. <laughs> Twisted Metal's aesthetic yeah. is a dumpster fire. <laughs> That's what the visual palette is going for. Yeah, yeah I guess it's so. It's metal I guess so. and fire and smoke. <laughs> yeah.